Speaking of playing with your friends, hello, dear audience. It's a pleasure Ooh. to have you back. Oh, so uh, clean. I am, once again, your DM for this arc of the Forever DMs, Evan. It's a pleasure to have you. I love you. We Hi. love you. Sign me. Sign Woo. my ass. Woo. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about my t-shirt? Sign my t-shirt. Here's I think a tattoo needle. I feel like I should probably do the t-shirt. No, here's a tattoo needle. Tattoo your name on my ass. Wait, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Here's the thing. I would. I don't have a conveniently placed O anywhere in my name. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. It can be the period. Hi. Whoa, this is the top of the eye. Yeah. There you go. Oh, oh, that would imply eye. tattooing on the parodium, which is not going to be fun. Uh, well, more introductions, please stay stop. Having fun with it anyways. I'm Cam with Evan's name on my ass. Nice to see you guys. <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> He's the one that signed it. I don't... <laughs> it's sleep. I was sleeping. Anything for the fans. What? <laughs> you were oh, sleeping? Like- <laughs> this literally was like a whole extra day after the fact. Like after Evan said, "Yeah, all right," we signed off and signed back on after they tattooed their name on uh, um, uh, Cam's ass. Yeah, I'm like, standing this the whole session, please. Oh man, why are we talking? All right, hi everyone. I I'm uh, I'm Eli. How's it going? Hi, um, I'm doing the Hoon thing. Um, I'm a little lost, but I'm also thinking about like. No, I'm not thinking. I thought I was yeah. thinking, but I wasn't thinking. <laughs> yeah, that last, became pretty apparent pretty quickly. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I'm going to try to keep that silence in for sure. Wow. That was good. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm just going to sit down now. What's up, Tom? I can't. And uh, I am the internet browser history you thought you deleted. No! Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there monkey sounds? <laughs> You don't just spontaneously do monkey noises sometimes? Uh, yeah, when I look I at my browser history, I guess I yeah, do. You just go, oh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Eyes pop out of head, tongue rolls. Uh, good, I'm glad we're high energy. Now, wow. recap how you haven't murdered anyone yet this loop. <laughs> Tell me, what did you find out? Did we like, not? That's not, not a yet. regular occurrence, honestly. I mean... All right, Q stole the whispering or the withheld wood sign. That's <laughs> that's the biggest thing I got going for me in this, <laughs> this loop so far. There you go. Um, gave it over to Al. I think Alistair's wearing it right now for yes, a panic attack. Yes, you put um, it yeah, everyone's everyone's been kind of like we we were talking about this right before we recorded, but everyone's kind of going off their rocker a little bit, and Hoon is only stabilizing, so things are a little bit wacky uh, <laughs> as we're continuing oh. this loop. Yeah, and then, um, you know, yeah. just just fully getting more into the weirdness that is Hoon's mind, and like, yeah, absolutely, uh, weirdness all around. Um, we're putting Alistair's sword hilt and the lightning bolt together. That's gonna com- be complete probably by the evening. Um, hopefully, hopefully. Otherwise. I mean, that's what Roland said. You know what? Even if it's almost done, we always got the next loop to finish it off, right? Because most of it's already <laughs> done. It's definitely how enchanting works. And we won't even need to pay him, because by the time that we get it, uh, we'll have to fight, and then the loop will happen, and he'll just forget that we owe him money. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. None of you guys even asked about payment. Like, normally he would have... Yeah. Normally he would have pressed up front. I'll tell you right now, a little peek behind the DM screen. The whole reason he didn't ask for it is he's kind of hoping you guys don't come back and he gets to keep it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, especially after Hoon had 
such wonderful social graces. Talking oh my about. goodness. Yeah. That <laughs> crying of laughter. I could be clocked as kind of a forget, like a kind of maybe like a scatterbrained dude. And he was like, maybe, maybe if he died, don't make him pay me. <laughs> I the craziest thing I, I went like it, it was one of those encounters where I had to go look at your character sheet to see your charisma <laughs> <laughs> to see it for myself to know what was going on in front of me. We want to share with the audience what it is or uh, what was it like a ten? I think it's a ten. So, so my charisma, my charisma is just a flat ten. Yep, that raise. It's, wow, it is just I was shocked. Bog standard. I also am shocked that it's not negative. Yeah, uh, I was to shocked. Be honest, yeah, <laughs> I really thought it was like an eight at most. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so honestly, a great job for Hoon. Yes. Let's uh, go. What Hoon's else did we do? Day. We talked to Avra. Um, yeah. Well, I talked to him. Yeah, Alistair um, talked to Avra. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. looking at other people's character sheets now. Holy crap! None of you have hit points. No. <laughs> We're no. both wizards, Alistair. We are and I'm a warlock. Hey, that's, why, that's, that's why you gotta look at my character sheets, alright? That's where all the hit points went. That's where all the HP goes. Yeah, like Connie's have, not really you, built either. You have Ash, you have Willow. Both of them are tanks. Um, like, honestly, so are Natasha and Alistair, weirdly enough. Look, different then, people yeah, build Fred, in certain different you know, ways. Some people build for damage outputs, some people build to not die. I just uh, I just got armor for no reason. It's fine. I build for neither. Um, <laughs> I build for skills. <laughs> I build the skill jacket. That's actually what I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just rogue and bard. Uh, all right. So what else we got? What else I mean, did we do? That was most. Of it. It was, yeah. That was pretty much it. We spent a lot, large chunk of the first half of it, like just talking, plotting, plotting. Yeah. yeah. Here's yes. the thing. You guys really powered through those first few arcs and like hit like point after point after point after point. And this is the moment where you're kind of slowing down and realizing like all the cards are on the table. You just got to figure out how to arrange them. Right. right. We got to uh, side like quest you, it. Yeah. So you're we were a little bit slower last time, uh, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that today will be the same because after spending your mornings in various different regions, meeting back up to regroup during the afternoon, we see in the afternoon our three heroes uh, or I don't know, people. Heroes is a anti heroes. Uh, no. Protagonists. No. Oh, pr- protagonists. Yeah. Protagonists. No. Protagonists. No. I've. <laughs> I want to say, say protagonist so bad. I really don't. Okay. Well, we see our three main characters if I can, uh, <laughs> spl- splitting off to go to various different areas with their afternoon. Uh, Alistair is at this moment heading back to the Barrows uh, to right. assist Fenny in waking up as many ghosts as possible. Uh, yep. And Q and Hoon are un- un- en route <laughs> to, uh, to the beach <laughs> to see what they can do in terms <laughs> of the raiders. I don't know. I'm gonna be real. And I don't remember why they went to the beach. Uh, uh yeah, we're we're gonna try to blow up the boats. I'm pretty sure yep. that's our idea. Big old we're trying explosions. To fireball them before they get to shore. All right. So we will begin with uh, the simpler of the two parties because there's only one person. Uh, we'll begin with Alistair going back to the barrel. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and just as with fast traveling in a video game, we're gonna go ahead and just kind of skip past the like. Oh, uh, you see the you see the waves of like heat, and you see like the static start to buzz in around your vision. Can we get a loading it. screen hint instead? Yeah, I got you. Uh, <laughs> Press R three to duck. Loading screen hint. If you want equipment made or repaired, going to the blacksmith is probably your best option. Thank um, you. Yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> and we flash into the cutscene with, with Fennec, uh, <clears throat> where oh, you walk quick. in, and it it takes a moment for your your vision to kind of like fuzz in as you have to go through like the haze, then the static, then like sound kind of pressing in on the sides of your head, and you kind of look, close your eyes for a moment, blink, and you see Fenny is there. Uh, kind of just standing on one side of the hill, just jumping up and down. Uh, <laughs> like, 80-year-old man, just jumping. So, uh, hey, Fenny, what's, um, how's it going? Wake up! Wake up! Oh, hello! <clears throat> I don't know if this was the same voice I used last time. Definitely yeah, not. I think it's close enough. Probably, I mean, yeah. Who knows? They change. Who knows? I mean, you're dead anyway. It's not yeah, like fuck you have vocal cords. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> How's the whole uh, wake-up process going? It's just going pretty well. I mean, you know. God, I... <laughs> it's annoying me now, because I'm like, do the old man voice, do the old man <laughs> voice. And my body is like, we don't know. We don't you know, need man. a trigger freeze. You need a trigger freeze. You goddamn kids. <laughs> you fucking kids. All right. <laughs> there you go. Definitely not. It's going good. Uh... uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Look! Oh my God. Look! Does ghosts have a breakdown? Yeah, <laughs> for it. Most of them are up. Uh, uh, they're just laying the fuck down because they're lazy. Uh, it's the equivalent of the uh, what's it? The five more minutes is what my kid just called it way back oh, when. Man. When you're like you wake them up and they like oh, five yeah. more minutes, they pull the blanket over their head and you gotta like walk up and grab the blanket. Just, but the problem is, I can't do that with a full hill. I cannot just rip the hill off of them and force them to get up. Right. No, that makes so, sense. Um, most of them are, at this point, up, but just not wanting to stand. Oh, right. Um, let's see. I mean... I pity I pity the viewer who wa- listens to these episodes one after another. <laughs> just the whiplash <laughs> of the voice fully changing. Who is that supposed to be again? <laughs> I'm unapologetic. I'm here for it. So, um, right. I mean... I could do something to try and help wake him. I mean, I could either make it really just unbearable to be here and just kind of shepherd him back towards the town, or I could actually try and be persuasive. Either or. You see Fenny kind of taps his chin and goes, Fucking with him sounds fun. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. I reach into my bag and pull out like a little small hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's like a kind of, I imagine it's probably a decent sized like wooden mallet because it's from the Monster Hunter kit. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just a yeah. wooden mallet to go with the wooden stakes. Uh, oh, it's like a just, little rock hammer. Just a little... Yeah. <laughs> and just, all right. And then I just start slamming it against the sh- my shield. Oh. Just, all right, wait the fuck up. Everyone, up and at him. Time to go. We got shit to do, and you can't just lay around all day. So, what did, what did, what 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 does your shield look like? A shield is similarly very old. Like, it is very, it is metal. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a little kind of corrodian bits, I would imagine, corroded, dented. Um, I imagined actually something closer to like almost like a crescent shield. Um, you know, so that way you have like kind of at least the spear hole to go jabbing through. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So okay. something kind of crescent. So shaped. it's fully. It's a full metal shield. Still smallish, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, still enough to weigh. Uh, it's still a six-pound shield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, sure, 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 sure. As yeah. per the current crane to my weight loadout. Uh, this is me just trying to get you to say that your uh, shield is probably made of wood and ringed with metal. But yeah, fuck it. Let's go with it. Uh... <laughs> probably. I mean, either way, I can still slam on like the, the metal ring on the outside. Yeah. Just, I'm... Or even just a little metal bit in the middle. 
I am going to ask you to make a performance check for me, but okay. it's not super. Like, it, it just, it just make it. Just roll it. Just fucking a, do it. Just total of a 12. It's a 12? Yeah, you start banging against the shield, and there are a couple times where you're, like, banging, and it makes noise, and then you bang once, and you just hear, like, and you kind of look, and there's just a new dent in your shield. You're just kind of, like, that, like, hammer it back out from the other side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just, just, just flip like, it around. Tink, tink, tink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, and you just walk through. Uh, the barrow is, like, doing this, and you hear Fenny immediately go, like, oh, f- this, uh, and just starts walking towards the town. Uh, and <laughs> as you... Uh, he got annoyed himself! <laughs> uh, as you are uh, walking through, you could see that there are ghosts that start to rise on the barrows, and at this point, it's mostly, like, younger ghosts who are actually bothering to react to the noise, uh, and are just going, like, Ugh, and just start, like, walking away from you. Uh, like, when you... Like, never mind. Uh, I don't need an analogy. I don't always need an analogy. Uh, True. Yeah. You can see that there are, like, just younger ghosts starting to walk up. There's a couple older ones. Uh, and you just see, like, this... It it looks like a uh, caravan. And just, like, a full, like, group of ghosts. They're just slowly walking towards the town. They're not, like, right. running. They're just slowly meandering. Alright, I mean... Is there anything else? I mean, any others that uh, might... Any, uh layabouts that might need some further convincing i mean most of the layabouts quote-unquote would be beneath the hills uh like not actually visible because uh, you can see that the ghosts that are rising are like walking or like sitting up directly out of the dirt uh so right you... the more burial moundy type yeah right. you can't tell if there are more fair enough uh right okay uh i mean just to hedge my bets um I'm going to take out my lyre. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, percussive mm-hmm. instruments were never really Alistair's strong point. So uh, yeah. he's going to take out his lyre and just start playing something kind of plucky and upbeat. Uh, to try and just rouse whatever is left behind. Just Another because. performance check. And I want you to know as you're rolling it that now I'm imagining Alistair walking through the barrows with like a snare drum. Just... Yeah, no, banging a hammer against a shield, I guess, would be percussion versus playing the lyre is a little perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a total of a 14. So Now Weirdly you enough, see... Mm-hmm. Not my strong now <laughs> you see that the older ghosts are, like, starting to rise, and rather than immediately getting up and walking, they're kind of just, like, sitting up and just, like, swaying back and forth as they listen to the peaceful music, not actually feeling motivated to go anywhere, <laughs> but just, like, enjoying... Keep, keep, keep playing keep playing uh, right oh you know what here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna mm-hmm. start, i'm gonna keep walking back towards town if you want to keep listening you gotta follow uh... oh my <laughs> god alistair's the leader of the black parade right now <laughs> wow all my i can die my alistair can die happy now I... <laughs> wow <laughs> this is all he ever wanted yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna sit down. that's great since he was a young boy yeah, <laughs> leading a parade <laughs> into the city—it's fine. <laughs> so Alistair starts pied pipering a bunch of dead old people towards the town, <laughs> uh, and we are going to cut away because that is—that's what's going on there. New uh, cutscene, uh, new new loading screen hint. Oh yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, there there are four phases of time in every day. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I had to think of one that was appropriately stupid. 
And it, it just says, oh, right before he's <laughs> like a really long, oh. Uh. Yeah, loading tip, just dot, 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 oh. Uh, <laughs> there are four, <laughs> four time periods during the day. Fucking Yeah, it doesn't load. even like, normally the loading screen tips are like in a little box. There are multiple lines. The, uh, just doesn't change line at any point. It just goes right out of the box and off the goes screen. goes off screen, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> So we cut to Q and Hoon. Uh, I've described the walk for for Hoon specifically towards the beach before. Uh, towards in the morning, during the afternoon, you can see that like the wind is blowing through the fields of grass. There is beautiful noise. Uh, it is incredibly relaxing and majestic because it's not even like a hike. You're just walking down a dirt path. It is easy and relaxing, and nice, and calming, and you know that there is danger ahead, but in the moment, this entire environment feels almost catered to allow you to take a moment to breathe. And you do. And then eventually, as you are Oh! Walking, Q! This, this is gonna be a big moment, right? Uh, I mean, like, relative to what? Like, any well, other you know. moment? Or, like, just in general? I mean, yeah, I guess, I, honestly, you should always go in everything, like, everything's going to be a big moment, right? Well, I mean, sure, but I've I've recently tried to like start thinking about the littler things. Um, okay, all right. Yeah, that's just kind of my entire life, to be honest with you. It's just literally only about the little things that make up the bigger things for me. So uh, I, uh, I if you ever need help, you know, I'll, I'll point some stuff out. Look at this, and then I pick up a little blade of grass, and I'll be like, "Yeah, this little blade of grass, uh, something stepped on it earlier. Don't know what, but it was bent in a certain way. And actually, it's a little thing." Yeah, I, I'm actually kind of inspired. And you see Hoon unbuckles his giant belt Whoa. that goes across uh, his... Uh, hold, hold on, hold on. No, don't worry. Okay. It's fine. All right. His belt is great. Just... You just hear belt unbuckling. Just <laughs> remember, I'm waist level. Right. No, no, no. I just And he just lets the, the coat, like, un- unbuttoned. And, you know, he's got oh like, his underside. God. And it's this clean-cut, very prim and proper, uh, like, white shirt. And it's this tie, and it's th- it's got that classic, like, space Lego logo on the bottom space of it. Space Lego logo? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> it means exactly what Eli said. Yeah. Space Lego logo. Yeah. yeah no, Eli. and this is the one from, like, 1985. I'm going to censor that so we don't get sued. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yes. Space- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hoon, this is that's incredible. I your shirt is also hourglass figure. Is, is it just you? Yeah. Is it just you under there? That's just wow. Well, yeah, yeah. Impressive. You know, it's it's just me. I, What's I, your routine? I, actually, I could have oh, like I yeah, no, I, an hourglass figure. It, it's it's an hour every day. I just do like you know, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it sit checks out. And about five hundred push-ups. push-ups. Oh, yeah, five hundred like push-ups. An hour a day of just sit-ups and crunches. <laughs> no, no push-ups and crunches. That's it. Yeah, come on, disembodied voice. Keep up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to get an hourglass figure, there's no way I'm believing you're doing push-ups to get an hourglass figure. Frankly, 500 a day. Come on. You know, your metabolism has to count for something, right? Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, do we see the boats at this point? Or are uh, they just... Before we, see, before we get to that, I will okay. say, I loathe the statement, Oh, it's not just your coat that's an hourglass figure, because I loathe the idea that it's Hoon looks like a like, <laughs> like a completely different person <laughs> than puts on a space distorting coat. Uh, <laughs> it's padded. Never mind. Like it doesn't have to be a space distorting. It's just be padded. 
Improv podcast. He normally is just like a stick figure, and yeah. it's around literally. the shoulders and the hips. Literally wizard with like <laughs> it's mage armor. <laughs> yeah, you know, gun wizard. It's all part of the package. Anyway, yeah, come on, can you anyway. DM us, please? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> can you DM us? Uh, no. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, do what, it. What do you think this is? What do you think this is? Uh, all right, I'm taking over, guys. We win. Uh, oh, we win! <laughs> we right, did it. Yeah, this is DM now, so I I, I get to win. Uh, wow! Okay. Say back to Evan. We don't longer win. Yeah, we don't win anymore. Yeah. There you go. That's what happens. Tom's uh, just here for the ride. <laughs> uh, so you eventually do make it to the switchback overlooking the beach. Uh, I assume you are like crouching down and crawling so that you don't get seen, or are you just walking. Well, I mean, who was in the moment and was enjoying the breeze and like letting the the coat just like you know flap in the wind. Just a little bit, and then as we I get closer, yeah, I don't know. really mind if they see us or not. Okay, great. Uh, then you get to the switchback, and you look down, and you can see the two boats have already landed. Uh, wow. And there are a group of raiders. I'm trying to remember how many there are. Uh, about twenty. Uh, yeah. that are like twenty to two dozen. That amount. Um, you could count if you were to count. It would be exactly twenty-two. Uh just raiders that are currently gathering, like walking around, uh basically like mulling over everything, tossing supplies off the boat, preparing to move out. It looks like we kind of missed our timing window, Q. This gives me an idea for next time though. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean we could try and do something with the, the cliff face as they approach, but honestly, I, I don't know how effective that would be. No, because now I'm thinking, well, I'm not sure. You were knocked unconscious now last time I did this. Oh my uh, god, no. And I flash oh, like for a second, like Z, like I transform in that mind flare style with my tentacles coming out of my coat and stuff. The face shrunk ah! a little bit. Ah! And then I go back to normal. Uh, yeah, so I can do that um, with that? this coat. Uh, that's, that's just Z. That's, Why? What? Well, who, are, who are you? Still Q. That's me. Ah! Yes, so that's the worm in my head. Ah! Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing about that, is it lets me breathe underwater, so I'm thinking maybe we get here earlier tomorrow, today, uh, and then I swim out from the waves as an emissary of the sea beast, and I tell them that their actual tar- I can guide them to their actual target, and we lead them to the actual splinter. And try to see if they can like haul it back themselves. Maybe we can if we can convince them that I work for the Sea Beast, maybe they won't raid. Maybe they'll just kind of be like, you know what? This is like a demigod coming up to us. Let's just grab that tree and go, you know? I don't know. What do you think? You see Hoon is like retracted about five foot like back, knocked off their feet, and just like on the ground looking up at like this 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 beautifully half half creature and, and just just like lost. And shocked and stunned and just, like, barely listening. Ah, right. I'll repeat this another time. No, um, I just... Uh, you you don't just spring that on me. Um, okay. I mean, what? You can't just transform into some weird creature? Uh, no, no! And you, uh, if... There's a little scene where you see Hoon, like, put the grenade back in his coat. Ah, you know what? I, I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. Because if Z ever does take over, then that's a good way to get rid of me. So, good idea. Um, no, I just still under uh, my control. I, I'm sorry. No, no, I totally get it. I you scared uh, me. Probably should have said something before I showed it to you. Yeah, no, just uh, th- warnings, man. That is a yeah, no. That's that, honestly on me, on me on that one. 
Yeah. Oh, all um, right. So what do you think we do about this? You think we see, just try to blow them up regardless? Enemies. Well, we're we're here, so we should make the best right. of today. Sure. Or yesterday's today. I mean, if one of us dies, it's not the end of the world, right? Because we'll be back. Honestly, um, it might be prudent of us to go and see if we can't understand their equipment because I oh no, Hoon wouldn't remember this at all. Hoon got mm -hmm. knocked out in the very beginning of the fight. No, but you popped back up and down. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah right. Okay. Yeah, because I, I remember that there was these two like music users that were in the back and they were like doing stuff. So you know, and even at the very least, we should try and figure out, you know, where they have their equipment and what they do with it and stuff. So that way in case we fail to convince them, we still have plan B to like sabotage the equipment on that same I'm day. wondering if we just blow up the boats, would they even raid? Because, like, where are they going to bring it? Well, I think they would still raid regardless just because of the fact that they'd be angry at that point. And they'd be like, we want revengeance! Would they you know? be less coordinated, maybe? Uh, no, I think they'd still be the same. Honestly. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I tell you this. What if we just blow up specifically just the music people, and then we just <laughs> run? I mean... Yeah, that would be Let's like just bully some band kids, right? That Let's just be... bully some band kids today. <laughs> I, look, I, I'm I'm not against you know some tactical warfare. I'm just you know I, it it would definitely cut them down by like half their strength. I can get in real close, cast like a fog cloud, and then in the mist just kind of pick one or two out too if like things go awry. So like I could just. I mean, I did this yesterday with Alice. I just jumped off the cliff with him. Uh, so I could just jump off and then swim there. Uh, and you could just wait for, like, my signal where I, like, wave from the water. And you could just launch a fireball, maybe. And then I'll come up and just get a straggler or two. And then just go back in the water. Because they're not going to chase me underneath the waves, I think. No, they're they, they shouldn't be able to do that. They have boats for a reason. Um, right. hmm. What do you think? Well, last time I cast fireball, I got off in, like, less than... 10 seconds so uh, I I'm gonna cast it but then I'm gonna like straight up duck down behind the, the, the top of the wall so yeah I was gonna to say this time. they will be surprised so you could probably just blow them up and then run and then just keep running honestly because if, if the music guys survive I'll take them out and you can just go straight back to the town oh, and get yeah. them ready and if I don't show up then you know I died well, I don't like that, but then I also know that you can't die in the loops yeah. of things, but I, I, I care I, about... Worst case scenario, honestly, you. is I just swim out just way far so they can't kill me, and I'll just kind of like I chew said, with the sea beast again tonight. It was I really nice that. last time, so... I, I said I cared about someone. Oh, Ooh. look at you, buddy. I care about you, too. Thanks, big guy. Hi. Yeah. I, I just give you like a pat. Like I really try to reach up, so I'm not hitting your butt, but I am kind of. <laughs> No, it's it's like it's right just above, above the butt. Yeah, just it's just above. above. Right there. Just barely missing it. <laughs> like yeah, there. Little gnome hand. Hey, you know this is the second time you and I have been off on these adventures together, and I have taken a liking to you, Hoon. So I appreciate that the feeling is mutual. Cool. All right. Um, you want to blow some shit up? Hell yeah! <laughs> All right. And I, I just like I do like the um backwards, like standing at the edge and like laughing maniacally. <laughs> And I just fall, feather fall off the cliff, uh, straight back uh, <laughs> into the water. Uh, and mm -hmm. I'll try to swim up to where the boats are. Okay. And, and then I have a mechanical question for today's DM. Yeah. Um, the backpack, would you say that I can use it as a bonus action that I have to cast a spell that no. I've saved inside of it? No, no it's I a wouldn't. full action? Yeah. 
Oh, still casting okay. A spell. Yeah. All right. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, how far uh, is like the cliff face from them? Uh, from them? Uh, well, so you have to like you are at the switchback, so you have to kind of run around. It's like a little like fifteen to thirty minute walk just to get around the side to a cliff and mm-hmm. then like leap off. Oh, okay. Uh, so after that, it's about like a five or ten minute swim. Okay. So I guess after I start swimming, uh, I just want to see if Hoon can get in range for fireball because I how much is it like three hundred feet? Is that the right? Mm, it's less than that. Less than um, 120 feet. 120. Yeah. I, will, I will say there is no way you are going to get within 120 feet without being on the beach itself. Oh, beach is big. Yes. Oh, it's not I, like I, this I, tiny thing. I described it as massive seaside cliffs. It's a large area. God. I missed the massive part. Then uh, right before I fall off, I stop myself. <laughs> like, okay, wait a minute. Um, so maybe I need. I. I don't know. Do you, I don't want to make you swim all the way out there. I'm not. I. I'm Alistair. Do, do you want to swim? But then you're not gonna have a way out. So, ah, mm, this is tough. All right. Uh, do you think you could sneak up? Would you be good at that, Hoon? Uh, I. I mean, I. I uh, maybe. Maybe. All That's right. A big well, maybe. Here's what we'll do: is you can try to get as close as you can. Either way, when I pop up, I'm gonna go for the the bods and then try to leave immediately after I stab them. Even if I can't kill him, I'm just going to stab, hide, run away. Hmm. All right. And I very well might die. I mean, there's there's like two dozen the people over us. there. Yeah. The both of us. Yeah, yeah this is crazy. All... <laughs> this um, is insane. This is uh, bad. I'm, I'm definitely th- rethinking about this. Um, um, let's see. Wait. Here. Okay. Listen. Yeah. I'm going to give you something that you can use just in case they start to chase after you. And I hand you a little, like, pouch. Like, about, like, two pounds. Uh, and this has all my ball bearings in them. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh. just kind of, like, throw that behind you while you're running away. Actually, it's Why action. would I get rid of something so beautiful? Look at all these beautifully machined parts. What? Are I don't you just know. using these? On it's sand? Just little ball- yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure how great they're going to work on sand. Technically, uh, it doesn't say anything about not working on sand. All right, look, That's you a just, DM you just, question. You just keep this. It's fine. Uh, okay. All right. Well, um, I'm going to do my... We- I guess... Do I even need... I guess I don't even need to swim up then. I'll just sneak with you, probably. And then if we get caught, then we'll just run away together. How about that? Is that better? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess. I, honestly, I, I want to try... If on this this attempt, I want to see where their equipment is. I want to, you know, I want to figure that out. All right. So let's let's go. You ready? Yeah, and you know what? Fog cloud is also 120 feet range. So when you do the fireball, I can throw a fog cloud, and then we can run. So we'll look like a giant cannon? <laughs> yeah! There you go. Alright, let's get ready. Woo-hoo! Let's go blow some shit up! We're gonna start walking. Like unhinged Hoon, he makes me a little uncomfortable. This is <laughs> this is just Hoon feeling it. Hoon's just feeling himself today. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He's like I said, a little unhinged. Yeah, no, that laugh definitely. Uh, <laughs> Dream but... sanity, yes. Okay, as you guys are going down the switchback, I'm definitely going to need a stealth check because uh, this it. is in very clear view. Got to help us. It's a twenty-four for uh, Q. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a ten. That's a ten. Uh, that, no, that is not. That oh, is a not... eighteen on the die for you, Hoon. Oh, that's a, that's an eighteen. Oh, Thanks to my portent roll. Oh, okay, cool. So, what does that become? Oh, uh, uh, twenty. A dirty, dirty twenty. Okay. 
Now, I'm going to go ahead on my end, and I'm going to roll 22 perception checks. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) (laughs) No passive perception out here? Just 22 perception? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's tough. Oh, well, one's got to be a nat 20. Tell me, tell me if one's a nat. No, no, I'm not. I'm not doing crits. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm not doing like crits on this because I'm doing. I I could do all of them at once as like a group check, uh, which is what I did rather than just using passives. Uh, I allowed them to roll a group check specifically because when you're rolling online, it's very easy to roll twenty d twenty at once. If you were to do that by hand, it would suck. Uh, one, two. Yeah. So uh, that's what we used to do, kids. Now we don't. With the, with the average, uh, they roll high as an average, uh, but they don't roll high enough to see you guys. Fantastic. Uh, what that does mean, though, because, again, this is, like, open, is that most of what you have to do as you're going down the switchback is you have to get incredibly low to the point where you are army crawling, like, down this gravel pathway uh, onto the beach. Uh and it takes, like, it's a solid, like, half hour, 40 minutes oh my gosh. of just, like, rubbing your stomach against gravel slowly. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be, like, casting message to Hoon so that we could just continue to have a conversation just to pass <laughs> the time between, like, these 45 minutes. Like, yeah. oh, they, this is, like, a basic training thing for you? Is this something you've oh, done? Oh, yeah, this is, this is, yeah. this sucks. I hate this so much. Yeah, oh, this... I'm getting sand in places I just hate. It's well, really bad. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't help that it's right up my buttocks. It it's just it's it's um, not okay. This it's is one really of those times okay. I'm really grateful I don't have a belly button. Um. Yeah. No, I do. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I should it's, say it's that also one. so it's uncomfortable. This is gravel. <laughs> this is bigger chunks. Yeah. This completely hurts the rest of my body, though. Yeah. No, the rashes that are starting to form are very not okay. Go away tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just think about tomorrow. Think about tomorrow. It's going to be okay. It's going <laughs> to be okay. And that for thirty minutes. And then eventually you make <laughs> it down to the beach, and it gets worse. Uh, Side because note. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say how I actually did do this because I used to play with my friends, and I was like full cabo to actually IRL. And I there was one moment where I literally spent a solid hour moving oh all of literally three feet and it, that was <laughs> what? what was that was what was enough to to win me the encounter and it was just like this legendary moment as i pop up after like literally three hours and they're like what and i'm like ha gotcha a few hours of moving inch by inch is I, yeah. so terrible i hate the idea of that's this. aggravating so let's continue talking about it as you get yes. to the beach, and it does get worse, uh, because now you don't have the comfort of elevation. The moment you get down to the beach to remain stealthy, you have to you have to do prone camo, which isn't fun with sand because it involves <laughs> rolling around and covering yourself in sand. Uh, so you roll around and cover yourself in sand, and now you are just caked everywhere. There's just sand <laughs> everywhere. It's Aching not pearls. fun, and you keep crawling bit by bit through the hot sand on your stomach like it's just dragging across your underside and you are just putting yourself through this for another like just as long as it took to go down the switchback but eventually you get within 120 feet before that you do get into earshot Mm -hmm. this is worse than obtaining iron from like distant galaxies oh my god yeah definitely it's bad. It's bad. It's bad time. But eventually, you do get within 120 feet. Before that, you get in the ear earshot. 
right? And you can hear a few things. Basically, like, you hear, like, uh, there is a woman near the front who is kind of tossing orders out, basically, like, yelling at people to get shit off the ships, uh, to prep the hold to take cargo and to be ready to sail off at any moment, uh, dictating the two guys who are going to stay behind, forming groups, discussing plans. You can hear now the plan of, like, as they are, she is kind of, like, talking shop and instructing everybody on how to do things. Uh, and she's like, okay, so we're going to have a group of the, the front runners, and that's going to be you guys. She points to, like, ten dudes. You, you guys are going to run through the town, causing as much chaos as you can. Uh, if anyone becomes a significant enough threat, peel off, head to it, trust that your friends will, like, move around. Uh, archers, I want you guys at the beginning. You're going to hide outside the city. I want you to, if any significant threat poses itself right off the bat, as is likely in some of these towns, they will occasionally have retired magicians or, like, wizards. Or maybe there'll be, like, a spare sorcerer or something lying around. Uh, so if that happens, I want you to come out immediately, gun them down, and you can see eight dudes with bows just like this would be the now. perfect time <laughs> to throw in a yeah. fireball. It would. Now, uh, I, I have a question because I was thinking rules is written. Mm-hmm. Could Hoon hold an action to cast fireball, and then immediately as an action cast another fireball? No. Okay. Just, just curious if that it would, would work. It would fizzle before your next turn, and also, I'm not gonna <laughs> like as funny oh. as that would be. That would be effectively casting the same spell like d- two at a time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah which, yeah. if you had twin spelled as a sorcerer, maybe I would allow it. Even though that's normally Fair. supposed to only allow stuff that uh, makes you roll an attack roll. But basically, you hear them talking plans, so you can hear them dividing up. You can hear her going like, "Okay, the bards," uh, um, and like she designates two dudes. Uh, she herself event like eventually falls in with like the frontliners. Great. Uh, but you hear them like talking the strategy, which uh, at this point you would not need to know since you already have experienced their strategy. Uh, you do hear a couple things that you have not yet heard, uh, which is you know about the moment that they see any like immediate resistance, the archers are to take it down. After that, the archers are to disperse through the city and assist in causing chaos with the frontliners. The one piece of information you hear that you were not yet privy to is that the bards are instructed to sow as much chaos as they can uh, by destroying buildings, by causing havoc. And if significant enough resistance musters, like if the townsfolk actually start to organize and fight back, then the bards are to use their magic to hit the closest, like the largest density of people possible. To okay, uh, once they see like forces start to muster, they're to forget the buildings and start blasting AOE. So these guys are our biggest threats, basically, uh, as far as we're concerned, because they're destroying not just the town, but aiming for as many townsfolk as possible afterwards as well. They're, yes, they're aiming for as many townsfolk as possible if they see resistance start to muster. Got it. Uh, if they don't see that, they're supposed to just remain on causing chaos the whole time. The whole okay. point of this is very much Blitzkrieg. Just do as much damage as possible, get in, get out. All right. Uh, Hoon, there's three people that should be our priorities, right? Like two bards, and I think that Lita lady might be a good idea to get rid of. You, you know, I, I'm I'm definitely in agreement. I just, I feel, I, I almost feel bad for those bard guys. They very much, like, remind me of how I need to not be those guys, but I am those guys, and it's just like, ah... Uh... Well, uh, um, sorry, guys, but you gotta die today. For sure. And they'll probably oh. have to die tomorrow and probably the next day and so on and so on. Uh, until we get out of here, so it is what it is. But if it makes you feel better, they are killing children pretty much every night. So mm-hmm. uh, without remorse, like fully without remorse. I was there and it was like on site. I'm happy to kill these kids. And that's pretty bad. Ah. Uh, yeah. Like you look, I'm just I don't know your your whole story, Hoon. Even if like child murder's in there, you don't seem this type to be like 
happy about it. These guys, pretty happy about it. Uh, you you don't even want to know, man. No, I probably don't. So uh, <laughs> maybe another time, right? For now, let's just blow some stuff up like we, we decided. Yes? Yeah. All right. Um, I think. All right. So uh, DM question. Is are 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 the bards in the same vicinity that I can get both them with one fireball? Uh, I would say definitely. Okay, would the uh, also will... be in there? Mm-hmm. No, uh, okay. they are. You would get into range at the point where they are starting to form up into groups, like grabbing okay. their equipment, ready to roll out. Hmm. So you can see the bards are working together. They're like one of them's like tuning a horn. You can see they're they're like sw- like moving rings on the outside of the horn, uh, and you can hear like the the tone of the horn is shifting as they do so. Uh, like they're they're just tuning their instruments together like like a band preparing to play. All right. Um cool. All right. Uh Q. So I guess I'm I'm starting it? Uh I guess so. I'll get ready myself. I take out my pipe and I start lighting it. All right. Uh as you guys go to cast these spells, I want stealth checks from the both of you. Uh I am going to make more perception checks, specifically this time just from the bards because it doesn't matter if anyone else notices. All right. Uh Q gets a 19. Okay. Boon get a three. Ooh. Well, okay. plus two for a five. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, you guys go to cast, and you cast these two spells simultaneously. A fireball, and immediately after that, a plume of smoke to create this fog cloud. Uh, blasting at the bards, I assume. Yes? Uh, yes, at the bards. Correct. Yeah. Uh, you see the fireball goes out, and because you're at max range, there is a half second between fire and impact. And you can see in the moment that your fireball goes out, heads start to turn and like see the light and see incoming, like uh, just incoming force. And you see the two bards turn as well. And both of them, having been in the process of tuning their instruments, stop trying to play some notes to do anything to uh, basically attempting to cast counterspell, but, but just aren't able to realize there is a spell coming at them in time and are unable to knock it out of the air before impact and i want you to go Ooh. ahead and roll damage we're gonna uh, they're gonna be have surprised a... so they're both gonna roll disadvantage on their self or on we're their dexterity also too. gotcha we're gonna also cut to a, a small scene inside the ship where a rave a wave kind of rocks the boat a little bit too much and a little plushie just falls off the counter <laughs> like this like desk that's next to the the bunk beds they keep a plushie in there I mean, oh, why not? you humanize the raiders again <laughs> you monster how could you i was trying to make them bad where they kill children but they have a stuffed animal that's what makes it worse so go ahead and roll your damage for me a dismage okay uh na, 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 na. i'm doing things guys yeah <laughs> third level spell of a fireball 8d6 <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that's that's like average all right uh 28 damage of fire. <laughs> 28 points of damage for fire. Give me a moment. I should have had their stat blocks pulled up. I don't know why I didn't. I'm a DM too. We, we, I, I, I get it. Yeah, congratulations. Wait, you're wow. a DM too, Eli? Uh, no, actually, uh, I'm a hippop- hippopotamus. Uh, hippop anonymous? Uh, I, uh, yes, a hippop anonymous. So, anonymous. You see the bards in this moment turn to see the incoming fireball and their eyes widen and they go like the one with the horn goes to put it in their mouth. The one with the bagpipes also go to put it in their mouth and they just are a moment away from beginning their first note to counter the spell and it hits the sand and you can see a semicircle of glass appear behind them. 
uh, as like the fireball immediately hardens like the, the sand to glass, much like the lightning bolt did, but not to as significant a degree. So now you can see there are two craters of glass on this beach. You see a wall of glass forms behind them, and moments after that, two bodies, boom, boom, impact against the glass and tumble over the edges of the glass and fall lifeless into the sand behind. Uh, wow. Both of them dead. Uh, At this and- point, uh, Q uh, lets out the a huge tobacco pipe hit that he's been having this whole like during this whole cast and it just <laughs> just like goes out of his mouth in this thin little uh like almost like a laser of fog and then explodes outwards from the point of impact that there was uh and covers up a 20 foot radius sphere around the area of explosion hopefully covering our enough perspective for us to start heading away a 20-foot radius sphere uh, covers up the area around the explosion because that's a 20-foot radius is exactly the size of a fireball, I think, right? Yes. Uh, so it's kind of like, I believe yeah, so, it, right? It blows up and then immediately there's fog that comes out. So if that, like that fireball, these groups were far enough apart that like the bards specifically were far enough apart from everyone else that a 20-foot radius would just hit them. So the fog cloud would cover that area. Mm. and make it look like something had happened there, but it won't cover any of the other raiders. I see. So then I would try to cover as many people as possible okay. to cover our escape. That's probably I will my say, main uh, the way that I'm thinking about this to make it easy on me is that you can hit any one group at a time, right? Sure. Then I'm going to hit the archers. Good. Okay. So you go ahead, you cover them with a fog cloud. Uh, there's this massive explosion, like radial effect of glass, and then two bodies tumble dead over the glass. Uh, and suddenly this fog cloud appears. And you can see that there is disarray. Do you guys immediately start to book it? Yes. Uh, ah. I grab Hoon. All right, let's go, Hoon. Oh, God. All right. Bye. All right. <laughs> we fucking eat, as Hoon would say. Yeah. Uh, back you towards st- where we came from, right? You stand up and you run. You can mm-hmm. see their their first moments of panic are spent looking at the explosion. As it occurs, seeing the two bodies of the bards, and then seeing the fog cloud appear, and there's a moment of chaos, and you hear weapons immediately being drawn as they try and figure out what to do. But currently, the points of view of the melee, uh, the melee people are away from you, and you can't see what the archers are doing. And you start to run and go as fast as you can. And you can see after a few more moments, or you hear after a few more moments, uh, <laughs> and you just keep running. Uh, I'm going to say. I want you guys to roll stealth checks to see how many rounds of distance you can put between you. Stealth checks? Yes. Okay. Interesting. You, this is going to be done incrementally. The better you roll, the more time you will have to book it immediately after you're casting these spells. And you want, obviously, as much as possible. Another 24 for Q. Wow. Uh, that's going to be a 14. A 14? Okay. For whom? So with that, like, as a group check, you guys get one round of moving away. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I assume, are, if you're going top speed, Q's top speed is 90 feet around, right? Uh, no, because Q's a halfling, or, yeah, a gnome. Uh, so 25 oh, feet, so yeah. 75 would be the max I can go. Okay, so you guys are going as fast as you can. Q's starting to pull a little bit ahead, and you hear somebody shout, There! And with Boon. one round of distance to put between you, uh, you guys are going to get two rounds of shots on you, made with disadvantage from the archers. Uh, uh, gotcha. How far away are they? Uh, they are, uh, they were about 120 feet, like, to get, you were 120 feet of, basically, each of them, they were just paced out differently, uh, so with the distance that you made it away, like, they're going mm-hmm. to get a few rounds to shoot at you, but you were, at that moment that you made it out 180 feet, uh, it took them some time to organize, so their first round, they'll only be making four shots instead of eight, 
because like it'll be the dudes getting out first. I can't give them double disadvantage from the frog right. cloud, so I'm just yeah. gonna cut the amount of attacks they can make in half. Okay, sounds uh, good. And then they're gonna get one more round of full shots before you will be able to outpace them. Got it. And question for the DM: because yeah. there's two rounds passing by, can I use two of my first level spell slots of catapult to like take away a die roll of one of those arrow shots if they hit? I think uh, we're dashing, right? Is, not if not if they would hit, yes. And part of the premise is that you are dashing. I would allow you to cast shield twice if you wanted, mm. uh, but I won't allow you to take a catapult to like pull an arrow out of the air moments before it would hit. Because okay. if Some it wouldn't be about to yeah. hit, it would already be too late to start casting the spell. Mm. Sounds right. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and roll some shots on you guys uh, as you are running away because you cool. knew that you knew the risks as you were running in. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So first off, uh, Q, what is your armor class? Uh, I'm going to cast shield. Uh, so I'm going to do 19. Okay. I'm going to roll all the shots against you and see if any of them hit. Grand. A, a grand total of zero hit you, Q. Uh, as you can see, like <laughs> arrows. Yeah, arrows start flying towards you, and they <laughs> into the sand as you are running past, and you are would, like sidestepping left and right. Would you mm-hmm. mind if I add some flavor? Absolutely. Uh, those tentacles I showed Hoon earlier kind of extend in the back of my hood and just start like tossing, like as my shield basically act as my shield as they just knock the arrows from hitting me towards the side. Hell yeah! Oh. Yeah, so mm-hmm. just yeah, warn me next time, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we were trying to leave you, Hoon. My bad. Yeah, so the ah. both of you the both of you are running as fast as you can towards the switchback and up the switchback. And you can see the archers are bolting after you as fast as they can while still firing. Uh, and you are just seeing arrows <laughs> into the sand around you and then the gravel as you are running, as they are just firing as many as they can. Because they're fully like, eh, it doesn't matter. We're going that way anyway. If the arrows land in the sand, we can just pick them back up. So they don't care about really wasting ammunition. So they're just firing as often as they can. And you guys are dodging and weaving through the arrows as best you are able. You manage to evade most of them. The two of you do. Uh, Hoon, are you casting shield? Or uh, so you... Hoon doesn't have shield. Hoon has... Where is it? It is arcane deflection. And when you're hit by an attack or fail a saving throw you can add plus two to your ac or four for saving throw but i'm sure it's two to my ac here okay so just two to your ac so a total of 14 you get you get shot twice oh no because they still rolled very poorly uh so i'm gonna go ahead and hit you with some damage hoon you take 16 points of piercing damage as you are running and one arrow slams into your shoulder blade powerfully enough to like knock you off balance for a moment and Ah! through the sand and you keep running and as you guys are reaching the top near the top of the switchback another one slams into your calf uh and you just like scream out in pain as it digs into your into your muscle but you are able to keep running now with a slight limp uh but you get hit by those two arrows as you guys make it out uh, onto the road and are able to start heading back to the town before the raid arrives. <laughs> Insane. Ah, uh, you, you, I, I, I don't know. I, I might, I might be, be having some trouble. Uh, it's, you're all good. You're all good, buddy. All we have to uh, do is get back to town. You're going to be no. right as rain. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to believe you. Alistair, <laughs> Alistair can heal you once uh, he sees you, I'm pretty sure. What? I don't see Alistair right now, and I got an arrow through my side of my shoulder, and I'm not okay. All oh, right, he's not, also not okay. Those fucking oh my God. gods! You took him out like crazy, Hoon. That was crazy, oh, man. Shit. 
Oh, yeah, I did something crisp. Cool. Ah, did you see the glass? It was this awesome. Hurts. Yeah. It hurts so bad. I'm sure it does. Keep coming. Come on. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's go. Oh my god. All right. We're booking it. Yeah. So you guys <laughs> book it, and you will reconvene in the town directly before the raid oh, arrives. Just, mm-hmm. just uh, once we get away towards like the top of the hill and going into the path. Mm-hmm. At this point, Q mm-hmm. will use all 1,000 of his ball bearings in, like, the past. Just throw them down the switchback? Just throw them down the switchback. Uh, just making it, basically, whenever they go across the area, they need to make a, te- a DC 10 deck save or fall prone. If they move half their speed, they don't need to make a save. So they can, they can you know, get slowed down, or they can take the chance of falling and getting so i will say what you hear uh as like you drop that and a couple minutes later you hear behind you just one dude uh (laughs) and you hear followed after that just uh, as he falls down the switchback and then somebody else calls out bags slow your feet and and then you just hear you just hear light like as the rest of the raiders (laughs) shuffle off the switchback oh my Uh, god you you kill one dude with him uh, oh brought, <laughs> you fully you fully off one dude uh that's amazing I won't, I won't tell you what group he's from but you fully just straight up kill one uh and the rest of them are slowed fantastic uh yeah uh you guys make your way back to town just in time to meet alistair who by the way nobody else can see the ghosts and spirits alistair but you can right. see the town is now like flooded with them yeah. Uh, n- more normally like throughout the day there are a lot less ghosts than you are used to seeing because you could only assume at this point that it's because most of them are resting in the barrows with that being like right. their designated place of residence. Like that's, that's their town <laughs> is the barrows. Right. Uh, but now they are actually like co-mingling and you could see a bunch of the ghosts are just like poking at various passerby. And you could see a lot of people walking past like, <laughs> so like getting chills, like pulling their clothes a little tighter before <laughs> continuing to walk. Like Alistair this whole time has just been playing, um, uh, the, you know, black parade on his lyre. <laughs> from uh, my alchemical romance oh my yeah. god oh, shout out oh. to them you can see that there is definitely a small pile of coins that is gathering at your feet yeah from like buskers <laughs> or like thinking you're a busker uh, but all, we have to, mm-hmm. all we have to do is like rub them against the uh the lightning bolt and maybe they'll say <laughs> yeah no uh meanwhile like you know alistair has been playing he's like and then eventually he's like oh right that's the smith right uh it makes his way towards um i will say the last thing a detail i almost forgot to add uh you see in the town many of the various people are gone uh you could see as you were walking back into town from the barrows you could see looking a little bit to the north that many of the people were heading into the woods uh for cover Um, (laughs) maybe not the best um we should have maybe been a little more specific shouldn't we Um, uh but you can see that now that you are in the town that most of the people who are left look like able-bodied fighting people uh so like it it there are not people here who cannot defend themselves anymore Uh, okay various yeah the 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 lanky people and the children and the elderly have made their way out (laughs) gotcha uh yeah. yeah, and I'm making my way to uh, the smith. Okay. Do we uh, also almost. rush in uh, at this point, meeting yes, up with would, Alistair? Yeah, I would say that you are able to see Alistair just as Alistair is standing and and getting ready to head to the smith. So yeah, guys, I did it. This, the town's full of ghosts now. Huh. What? Fix me! Oh my oh, god! Oh yeah, by the way, constitution Hone. checks from the two of them. Oh my god! 
I just got an arrow shot through my son's. Help, doctor! Or me. Oh. Is that you? It's a natural one for Q's constitution save. So I'm going to go ahead. For being in a full dead sprint for like a hour, I'm going to go ahead and hit both of you with a level of exhaustion. All right. Fair enough. That feel fair? I feel fair. For sure. With That's Q tough. hitting a nat one and Hoon having an arrow through his leg and still sprinting full speed yeah. towards the town. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, Hoon, I can I can see the arrow. Like, all right. Okay. Help me. Need you. This this just... might hurt. No, 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 don't, this, don't touch Hoon, it. I'm gonna need Stop. To... Don't I'm gonna don't need you, you okay. get me closer. Uh Hoon, give me a wisdom mm-hmm. save. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gonna be uh a... Alright, so he's got a plus five to wisdom. I am uh, you whether you like it or not. That's a fail. I'm using command silence. Ah! Oh, uh, and then I'm gonna drop a second level uh, cure wound. Uh, seven, fourteen plus four is eighteen points. Nice, oh, back to full, <laughs> fully healed. So Just... in the in the moments of like getting healed, Hoon is like you you see his face in raw agony. I mean, like the the arrow getting pulled out and like the the the, the experience of like the flesh getting split by this arrowhead <laughs> is just it's. I, I can't even explain it. Exactly why I silenced you first, because I didn't want to deal with the screen. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, audio listeners. <laughs> yeah, otherwise we know Eli 100% would have just screamed into the mic yeah. for like two minutes. Yeah, I, I would have. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, so, I, uh, all right. I'm see, real like that, you know? It's better. <laughs> it's better now. See, Low I fixed vein. it. What? I, oh, I fixed it. You, you can fi- stop screaming now. Oh, you fixed what it. What happened? Um, uh, do you want to explain it? I'm out of breath. What? Oh my god! Oh my goodness! All right. Oh. Oh. All right. Uh, All right. I think I think I'm a little better. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I just got. All right. Um. We just we just blew up the the the, the bard casting peoples, and they got pasted against a glassified bit of sand that was created by a giant ass fireball by me. And nice. and then we then we ran, and then I got shot with arrows, and I still I mean, ran. Only and two. I can only see two. It hurt. That's, it hurt. I mean, so that's much. Only two out night. of a volley of shots. This is the other time you got point blanks. Yeah, was it was. Rough. It was pretty incredible. I also killed one person with ball bearings. Believe it or not. <laughs> what? Uh, they, yeah, I heard him. I heard him kick the bucket. I've heard people die. That guy died. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I it was great. I'm out of breath like crazy though. This trench coat is so bad for long distance running. It's straight up dragging. It's so sweaty. I have to carry it like a dress most of the time. You could have Silas taken in. You had you had Ratson behind you like a little bridesmaid, like carrying your train. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, uh, Let's get your sword because uh, they're coming. We didn't kill so many of them, but. Enough yeah. where things are going to be easier, I think. Right, and look, I made money. That's not my oh, hey. Good job! That's fantastic! Oh, yeah, no, I learned how to play this new song in the lion. It starts... It, oh, no, wrong note. Hold on. Blink. Oh, mm-hmm. no, wrong note. Ding! <laughs> ding! Ding! Wait, no copyright! Do, 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 do. Fuck! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, uh, definitely yeah. not. Yeah, um, my brain was copyright. Sing a different song. Immediately changed to a worse song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Nintendo's yeah. so much. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It. So uh, at this moment, so Roland. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. You can see, by the way, as you guys run into town, that people take note of Hoon with arrows in his legs and start to muster. Yeah, uh, they're coming. They're coming, everyone. Just get ready. 
and you guys make your way to the smith where you see Roland walking out just in time again with the big like fucking warhammer uh and in his hand is Alistair it is your sword hilt and perfectly fitted into it is this like blade of frozen lightning uh and it looks insane like as it is just standing there like there are live sparks shooting off of it and Roland like walks out and sees uh, you guys walking up and hands it to Hoon, as Hoon was the one who put the order in. Uh, and <laughs> Tom's face. He hands it to Hoon, and he goes, worry about payment after. And he just walks to ru- muster um, with the rest of the town. Uh, right. Hoon, mm-hmm. Good show. Grab your you hands. Can, <laughs> yeah. And you, Hoon, you can go ahead and add an item to your inventory. Uh huh. Give it to you're not gonna give it to Alistair. <laughs> I it'll get it handed over. Uh, but Hoon, you can go ahead, ahead and add an item called the Crackle Bolt Scimitar to your inventory. Ooh, uh, this is a homebrew. This is a homebrew magic item. Uh, and for our listeners, I'm going to go ahead and describe to you what it does. Uh, also, oh, so that I play it in. Yeah, it's a it's a actual magic item. Oh, wait, what? Man. Wait, wait. So, so I can actually go item, to the yeah, things. Add an item to your inventory called the Crackle Bolt Scimitar. Where's so the inventory button again. <laughs> let me tell you what it does. Right. Yeah. One, it can be used as an arcane focus. Uh, that requires attunement. Uh, two, its second ability. This is the only thing it does that doesn't require attunement. Every time you hit with an attack using the sword, uh, the target takes an extra one d six lightning damage. So it just oh, deals some extra damage. Uh, and these other two abilities are the big chunky ones. One, after casting a spell that deals lightning damage. You may gain temporary hit points equal to the level of the spell plus your spell casting modifier. If you lose this temporary hit point, uh, these temp HP, as a result of a melee attack, either weapon or spell, the attacker takes damage equal to the amount of temp HP you had. So you basically get armor of Agathis every time you cast a a spell that deals lightning damage Uh, and thunder damage. After casting a spell that deals thunder damage, you may release a concussive blast around you. All creatures within five feet of you must make a constitution saving throw, DC 8 plus your proficiency plus your spellcasting modifier, or be knocked prone. This takes effect before you make the attack, like before, like as soon as you cast the spell, before any effects of the spell happen. So if you cast Booming Blade, people will have to save against being knocked prone, and then what? you will make the attack roll. That's beautiful. All the anime. <laughs> so yeah, it is a spell of frozen lightning that you can feel Yggdrasil's power just holding onto this thing, and it feels like a channel for arcane energy. This is something <laughs> that you pour raw life into, and harm comes out the other end. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah. that was, those words were great. I liked those words a lot. <laughs> so, uh, can I, um, <laughs> can I get my sword back now? So wow, I won't remember you, you guys see, <laughs> you guys see, Hoon is like literally holding this god weapon, right? And it, it's it's like it's almost like there's there's like a moment of pause, and his eyes glaze over, and he's like distracted with thought, and then he like snaps back, and he's like, oh, oh, um, yeah, yeah, um, Alistair, he, he, here you go, right? Yeah. I, I, um, happy hunting. Like, yeah, no. Alistair grips it tight and like, <laughs> you still in there? You still good? And like, oh he, yeah, he, yes. Your spirit, uh, the spirit in the sword, like responds to you. My actual hexblade patron, you mean? Yes. Yes. Uh, and you feel? <laughs> I don't know how. Do you normally talk to this thing, or do the? Yes. You just, okay. She talks back, and she's hella condescending. Great. <laughs> so whatever she says to you, because I'm not going to go ahead and try to voice that. Uh, I, I'd like for you to do it, but uh, she feels so much more emphatic than she normally would so she's normally incredibly like 
condescending and looks down on you and is like commanding and leering and all these things. Now she feels all that, but there is energy behind it. So she's a little oh, bit more aggressive yeah. than normal. She's caffeinated. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's, it's a shitty boss on four shots of espresso. of my revenge, mortal. Yeah. <laughs> Hear me and obey. Let's do this. Let's fucking do this. More new hands have touched the beacon. <laughs> That's not yeah, right. I know. It was worth it, though. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you just feel like a, a beam of lightning shoot out just into the sky. Wow. Shit. Uh, yeah. Cloud spark. Wow. This is um all right. I feel like if I were uh to uh co- if there were a hammer, there might be some copyright infringement involved. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a sword. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, so it's scimitar time. Yeah, I, I really what I'm thinking. <laughs> all I'm thinking is hexblade, hexblade, hexblade. <laughs> <laughs> Under ghost, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got it. Oh my god, that's Ugh. so good. But yes, you guys. Ha- I'm so hot now. Uh, I have. We're been, here for it. We're excited. Words cannot describe how excited I have been to give off that magic item. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> there were parts of me that Amazing. so badly wanted to lead you to it. Um, um, question for you, DM, DM from a um, because it is the long it is the longsword hilt that I was using, like mm-hmm. my primary weapon. Um, would I already start off with it attuned, or would that already be my path? You would start off with it attuned, but it would count as a scimitar, not a longsword. That's fine. The uh, blade is a little bit shorter than you're used to. Yeah. I mean, it's still D8, right? Just no, scimitar's D6. D6? Okay. Yeah. Now it's 2D6. Yeah, so it, it does the damage it of a great sword. It does, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, cool. All right. It's not that bad. No, but yeah, you would, and yeah. it frees out a free hand. I, yeah. I mean, it, is, it can be a... Um, well, yeah, longsword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we already have um, improved pack weapons, so it's already an ar- my sword's already an arcane focus. Right yeah. now, it's an extra arcane focus. I just have lightning weapons. Hey, look! Ah. Hey, hey, look! It we'll still figure some... out in the level up. It it's still fine. does some extra damage. <laughs> uh, yeah, it still does. Wait, I described it wrong. Did I describe it wrong? No, I didn't. Uh, I, I had to ask myself. Like, I'm trying to remember how many of those features required attunement because it, I, this is not the first time I've drafted up this weapon. Uh, like there, there were many drafts before this, and in like previous drafts, uh, you didn't requ- need to require attunement at all, so you could use the spell casting bonuses like without right. having to attune to it. I, I was trying to remember which, uh, but no, yeah, you have to attune to it to use everything but the extra d6 of lightning on attacks there goes a scene of alistair and q throwing the sword back and forth while beating up the same person (laughs) that was the idea but hey you still get our thanos moment here's the thing you still get the extra damage and it is a scimitar so it does count as a finesse weapon so you guys have a few moments to prepare before you know the raiders will arrive what do you want to do who's around us right now uh, you can see that there are various townsfolk. Uh, Roland is kind of like the recognizable one. Uh, most of the rest of the people are not like people that you... Re- they're just like standard townsfolk who you can see are like dudes who have grabbed a lamp and are using it as a weapon. Or like somebody who's oh. like broken off a chair leg and then like a chair bottom. Like these are just... Are there weapon? There is a whole wall of weapons in here, correct? Yeah, those two guys were the uh, fucking dumb and dumber of the town. Uh, who you can see like broke actual, <laughs> nice. who, who are Got using it. actual furniture for weapons, while everyone else has like breastplates and like uh, shields, like the ready-made stuff okay. that Roland right. had hanging okay. up, and are just kind of looking at these two idiots like, "What the fuck?" Are you 
So, all right. So, okay, let's analyze here. I know we don't have a lot of time. Who's? It seems like a lot of the uh, the vulnerable folk have taken refuge north mm-hmm. in the woods. Is there anyone still left in the church? Have the children and... Uh... No, Grace went with the kids. Good, okay. Um, and then we have... We got the ghosts, I we assume? Ghosts. I can't yeah. see them. No, they're... Yeah, you really can't move without an inch without, like, knocking into... Yeah, there's oh, Stacy over there. Hi, Stacy. Looking lovely as always. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was Stacy. I think it was Stacy. Yeah. Hood shivers like Rosie. Point over to Tracy, Hood. That was her name. Yeah, point up, like, right Casey, next Daisy, to it. Darcy, Nancy. It was... Is he? Okay, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no, she's right there next to you. That's fine. Uh, and uh, let's see. And then, uh, so, okay. Do we know anything? I mean, we have some idea about their tactics, ah. right? Mm-hmm. We have yeah. everything down, basically. We probably should focus the archers first. They might come in, like, wild because we, like, of our you ambush. at this point, not having the ability to, like, set up and knowing that, like, you guys have run back to the town, they are not, they don't even have the opportunity to set up their archer ambush. You can see that the entire group of raiders is just running down the path at you guys. Right. Maybe, um, shield wall and take them all. Hold the line! Is there anyone in the ragtag group of great villaging (laughs) pillagings, um, that has Um, any kind of ranged weapon at all? Uh, you can see there is, uh, without the, um, the Chris's here, the town has lost much of its ranged ability. Uh, they are like they are kind of the hunter and trapper. Uh, so they are like the main ones. You can see that there are there is like one 16 year old kid with a crossbow who's like dad could not stop him from staying behind. And you can see he is like trying to hide behind other adults. Uh, you can see there are two like there's that one teenager and then there's two other adults with crossbows. Does the teenager look like he lives on a ranch? Uh <laughs> Roll an insight check. (laughs) It's a twenty-one. A twenty-one. I'm gonna roll to decide here. Please, please, please. No, no. No, Milk stains. Understood. I will say, uh, looking specific, like you kind of look for that in a moment, and you are, you are like trying, like trying to figure out this kid. Like, is this the rancher's kid? And at that moment, as you are expecting him, you hear like the clop of hooves. Uh, and you he- like turn, and you see that there is one dude on a horse. Uh, oh, like, sick! He just brought the horse. Uh, it's him and the horse. You can see he is uh, missing his legs uh, from the knees down, uh, and he is like strapped into the horse. Uh, and he it, like he does have a like he's got a normal T-shirt, and then he has like this big black vest with like a logo of a horse painted on the front. Amazing! Uh, <laughs> does he have a weapon? He has a lance. We love to see it. Uh, excuse yeah. me, sir. I wave up at him. Yeah. Uh, you... He waves back to you and he kind of walks up. Uh, and you can see uh, Roland walks up and like grabs his hand and says, Riel, good to see you. And Riel, uh, the rancher, uh, says, I wouldn't miss it. Uh, Garrick is off with the kids protecting your daughter. And Roland says, Thank you. Good to have you. Uh, you mind if I ride shotgun? Uh, Rial kind of goes, you know, normally I'd say no, I think you're small enough to fit. Uh, Thank you. Kind of reaches down and pulls you up. He's uh, like, I take out my gun. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. saying that. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, it's good that you're your size. Thundering is not used to carrying people taller than four feet. Oh, Thundering. Lovely name. Let's bring the Thundering. 
Oh come on, that's that was Sorry. gonna be my joke. Oh, so all right, everyone hated that one. Can we go to the next loop? Can we just come to the next one? Yeah, just <laughs> you just shoot yourself. No, you definitely said that. You Same decisions, that. everything goes the same way, and then this doesn't happen, right? Okay. Yeah, you should so, go for uh, a persona on this. And just... So here's how this is gonna work. We're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna have you guys roll initiative now. Uh, you are forming this shield wall as these uh, raiders approach, preparing for this oncoming attack. Uh, so I'm going to tell you what you have kind of in this fight. Uh, Q, uh, mounted up with Rial, uh, he's going to be like riding out and trying to circle around to hit the archers where possible. Because yep. uh, he's the most mobile unit. He didn't bring any of the other horses. It's just him. Oh, uh, gotcha. yeah. He he wasn't willing to like, you know, he that he just brought himself. Uh, he did not think to bring other horses. Uh, you have this this unit who's going to be carrying you. He has the movement of a warhorse. So he's got 80 feet a turn. Oh uh, beautiful. Additionally, because of the things that you guys have done to set up in this fight, uh, you are going to unlock two additional uh, actions that you can use during Let's the command go! phase of your turn. Ooh, hell yeah! Uh, so Arta. it's up to you whether or not you want to use these again. But uh, as always, you have the run and hide command if you want to command the villagers to flee instead of holding their position, uh, which will give disadvantage on all attack rolls against the villagers. Uh, behind me, which will cause you to become the target of more attacks, but you'll get advantage on all your attack rolls. Uh, you have additionally a command called fight back, uh, where you can... Uh, use your command phase to make an attack roll using your con- using your constitution stat plus your proficiency against the raiders. And the attack will do 1d8 damage for every two rolled on the attack roll. Right? Uh, for every two? two for what? every two rolled again? on the attack roll. So if the attack roll is a 14, you'll roll 7d8. Oh, uh, I what? see. Okay, okay. So, so if, if your con plus your, uh, con proficiency? Plus your proficiency. And then and the then... more you roll, the more damage you'll deal. Understood. Uh, okay. Because you'll be making this attack for a group of people, and the more the villagers shrink, and like the more their pool weakens, the wider that gap will become. So uh, understood. Big number, good. Small villager, bad. Yes, you want to. It's not just rolling to hit. The higher you roll, the more damage you will deal. Uh, I think I got it. You also, yeah, because you have uh, called upon the spirits of the town as well. You have uh, a fourth command action you can use called scare them off. Uh, where you are will be able to use your command phase to make an attack roll using your charisma plus your proficiency. Uh, and if the attack roll lands, uh, the attacked unit immediately has to make a route check, uh, which is something that I don't know if we've covered yet, but is something that when they take enough damage, like full portions of that unit can start to run away. Uh, so the damage there is entirely dependent on how, like the unit that you are attacking with it. Uh, but it's still incredibly useful and has the potential to do a lot very quickly. Does it For do sure. damage? It or... doesn't do damage. Uh, it just makes it, them run. Okay. Yes, it, it's basically like a fear spell. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, Sick. And just to remind me, and remind the listeners as well, because it's been a while since we've done this, mm-hmm. Run and Hide does what again? Run and Hide gives disadvantage on all attack rolls against the uh, villagers. In this instance, it will also cause them to break their line, uh, which will give, if you use the Run and Hide command, uh, it will also give the fight back command disadvantage on that attack roll. I see. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, it gives disadvantage on attack rolls against the villagers. Uh, the behind me gives you advantage on all attack rolls, but will make you more likely to be a target. Uh, scare them off will force a unit of your choice to make a route check if you succeed on a charisma check. Uh, and uh, fight back allows you to make an attack roll using the villagers, dealing damage equal to how effective they are. Okay. And then and another question. 
the command the 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 crowd commands are they yeah. to the local area that is or is addition- that to the entire mm-hmm. battlefield that is i it it can hit the entire battlefield right it can, can use that or we can anyway. choose it to be yes. local yes uh if you want okay. to yes okay got it cool yeah. All right. Uh, and so again, this command phase is an addition to the normal phases of your turn. It's not a bonus action or an action to use these at all. It's completely free. Mm-hmm. But once you use one, that's it for the turn until we hit initiative count twenty and everything resets. Got it. So with that all said, what's your initiatives? All right. You can go ahead and put them in on Discord, but also go ahead and say them out loud for uh for the listeners. Absolutely. Oh, I'm gonna roll D four. Oh, oh no! <laughs> this is the worst possible uh, time. I think. Hold on. I got hold on. a four. All right. Okay. Nothing All bad right. happens. I get augury. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. Whoa. So the ghosts are kind of like <laughs> helping you out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can see That's Sam good. is like, oh shit. Okay. Maybe I should have brought more than the margarita. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, she like reaches into her back pocket and grabs a flask, and she like. There you go. Shakes her head and like her hair comes out of her ponytail and it's just like flowing along. <laughs> and she goes, "All right, girls." Uh, and you can see the other ghosts start like start slamming some hard liquor. Uh, Ghost and they get re- Yeah, they get ready to roll. They have livers. Yeah, there you go. They can't get drunk. Fantastic. Oh my god. <laughs> they they can't get drunk because they're dead and they're probably immune to poison. Uh, but <laughs> they can still pretend. Good for them. Role hey. playing is for nerds. Living their best lives. Nice. So what was those initiatives from all of you? Uh, Q went ahead and got a 16. Okay. Hoon got a 23. <laughs> nice. Amazing. I got a 4. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, Hoon, you are going to be the first to end. Um, all right. So the first thing that Hoon is going to do is go directly to the, the three the three ranged folks. And... I will say. Yes. By the way, uh, the lines have not closed yet. Uh. Like, these are as they are approaching. You have some time to set up. If you guys want to wait until the moment when lines close to begin the battle, we can do that as well. How far away are they, like, now? Uh, right now, they are a couple hundred feet away. You can see the archers are trying to get close enough where they're not going to be firing with disadvantage. I see. Yeah. No, Hoon is going to take advantage of this time and go to the ranged folks and say this. Um, all right. Uh, listen up. Uh, attention. So... What's going to happen is we're going to go to like the highest points that we can, and we're just going to run support, all right? And we're going to try and call out as best we can. Everybody else, do you hear that? Uh, you hear like you just hear shields slamming against the ground, and a <gasps> arises from the town. All right. Uh, what, what about you, Q and Alistair? You, you with us? Yeah, all good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound like commanders at all. Like nervous. Uh, sounds like you're on the brink of an anxiety attack. And like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> it's fine yeah no i'm i'm i feel like half disassociated right now not gonna lie like <laughs> all right all right so y- you you three follow me uh, you kid shape up come on up to up to up to and we're gonna try and go to where the lines would close like we're gonna try and anticipate that area mm-hmm. and try and be in an advantageous position on like a second story somehow yes you can definitely clamber up onto some of the buildings uh stacking nearby boxes and like prepping ahead of time to get your your three crossbowmen on the roofs uh mm-hmm. amazing and who uh but you can definitely like there is you know exactly where the lines are going to close because the villagers as they are setting up pick up like one of the tightest choke points between like two large buildings directly in between like the raiders line of sight 
uh, like holding this beautiful choke point where it's just going to be the lines meeting. You don't have to worry about like flanking or maneuvering or any of that shit. Because uh, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I could go full like siege Boom. battle tactics on this with theater of the mind. I'm going to give myself a migraine if I do that. I, the um, realist answer. I definitely went through uh, that, and I I understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you are definitely able to set up uh, in time. Do you want to take shots on them as they approach, or not? if it's if it's possible? Yes, it is possible. So yeah, they're going to go ahead and take some shots. You can go ahead and roll for me. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, is Hoon shooting? Or yeah, just the, uh... yeah, Hoon is shooting with them. It's... You have a full-on gun? Yeah, I got a full gun. Hoon okay, has gun. Go ahead and make some attack <laughs> rolls. So, At this range, it's probably going to be with this advantage. Uh, I'll tell you right now, Hoon's gun <laughs> mm-hmm. has an effective range, let's see, 80 to 240. Like 4,000. Okay, good. Oh, uh, my God. What could you have? It's It's just an automatic rifle. I love it. Yeah. Uh, you have a, oh yeah, I forgot you have the full like yeah. MP40 yeah. type of thing situation. I just Pulls have a pistol. Out of the bottom half of the hourglass. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. It's this. It's this whole like cinematic moment as like the wind kind of flaps the coat flap and like it shows the sheen, and then he's just like, "All right," and then he like pulls it out from underneath and says, "It's firing time. Let's get some shit done." <laughs> it's firing time. <laughs> I said it's Hoon. thundering time. You said it's firing time. Dude, we gotta Ooh. work on that catchphrase. Shut the fuck up here. Terrible catchphrase. Terrible catchphrase. But it's a beautiful moment as Hoon, you set up on this building and you are able to like kick up some of the tiles to form like a little terracotta cover in front of you from the roof tiles, and you pop out these little stands on the bottom of your gun, and you set up like a stationary like machine gunner point on the top of this roof. Like straight out of World War II, uh, just like machine gunner, like dug out, and you are just <laughs> firing on these guys as they are approaching. Uh, go ahead and roll some attack rolls. All right, uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna roll some attack rolls from your crossbowmen. They're gonna have disadvantage. So, all right, Hoon got an 18 to hit. Okay, whatever. An 18 is definitely gonna hit. Okay. Are you aiming for the archers? Or are you aiming for the uh, foot of fucking frontline boys? Um, huh. Hoon is a tactical thinker, and he is definitely going to go for the you know the tactical win so he's going to try and go for the archers okay uh yeah go ahead and make some attack rolls i'll give you two before these archers like before the lines close all right so the first one was that 18 and then the second one is oof not so much uh 11 uh 18 boy okay and then before before the shots come out of the gun, Hoon finally remembers to do something in order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's going to cast, um, where is it? A uh, magic weapon and oh. attach that to his um, his gun. We love to hear it. I love magic weapon. I love spells like buff operations. Yeah, what does magic weapon do? Yeah. All right. Uh, you touch a non-magic weapon until the spell ends. That weapon becomes a magic weapon with a plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls. At higher levels, Helpful. when you cast a spell using a slot of fourth or higher, which I don't have, the bonus increases plus two. Blah 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 blah. Okay. So yeah, I got a plus one. Helpful. Okay. Nice. So go ahead and roll your damage. There's uh, there's a magic FMJ just attached to each round as it comes out the gun. Ooh. Yeah. Um, full magic jacket? Yes. <laughs> full magic jacket. Yeah. Each each bullet has a little trench coat around it. Oh my god. It's just inspired by Q. It's, it's, yeah. it's inspired by Q, but has Hoon's signature logo on it, and it's in the shape of an hourglass, each one. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Yeah, little hourglass shaped bullets. Sorry uh, to brand. 
Hoon as a chronomancy wizard is kind of a cool idea. <laughs> That's why I made him. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Um. Blah, 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 blah. So Dismaj. Dismaj. Dismaj do, as Dismaj does, a grand total of 10 plus 1, so 11. 11 points of damage? Yeah. You are, like, setting up here, and you're kind of just firing into the group, and you can see a couple of them are, like, getting grazed in small ways that aren't doing, like, serious damage, but one of them you catch in the shoulder, and it blat like, you see, like, a fucking hole blast in their arm, and they just, they take a little oh, bit of damage. They're not looking good. Is it? You can see some, mm-hmm. Is it ironically the same one that gave me the arrow wound? Uh, you would not make a perception check for me. Oh, that's not going to be anything special. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a seven plus two. That's going to be a nine. You can't tell. Uh, You were busy running from the arrows. you can see your archer, like your crossbowmen that are with you, are firing with disadvantage as these guys approach as well, trying to get some damage out before the lines clash. You can see most of the bolts just thum, thum, into the dirt. The one surprising part is the 16-year-old kid goes, okay, okay, uh, fire, like, knocks the bow, and you see, like, you feel the wind blow past, and there's, like, salty sea air, and you hear, like, you see his hair kind of billow, and a cloak, like, flap out behind him, and his eyes focus, and he just exhales and fires a bolt, and it just flies completely straight. Like, it doesn't arc, it doesn't twist with the wind, uh, flies clean through one of the archer's heads. Uh, oh. and the archer just drops and tumbles to the gravel. Uh, I'm just fully gonna let this kid kill one some, somebody because he fully rolled two nat 20s on a disadvantage attack oh roll. Oh my shit. god. What? We need to get this kid's name. We need to recruit so, him sooner. So, yeah. Hoon, <laughs> He's coming back to the tree. No, honestly, I was gonna say. <laughs> honestly, Hoon, Hoon definitely clocks this and he, he's, he's, he's got those ideas in his head. He's gonna have a conversation later. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you see this happen, and in the moment where you see it happen, this kid, like, wind blows past, and his eyes widen, and he intakes a breath, and as he intakes the breath, you can see, like, leaves start to bloom out of his shirt across his back, and, like, briars and natural growth starts to cover his arms and body, and you see him just becoming, in this moment, something greater than he ever imagined he would be. Uh, oh my god. That just gave me goosebumps. Destiny. And yeah, just fully meta. You witness the birth of somebody else's ranger character. Uh, amazing! <laughs> what a backstory. Beautifully unlocked. I'm beautifully here for it. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you have that time to take shots before the lines close, and then the lines will close. Uh, so you get one more round to make an attack roll without disadvantage. This time. Okay, this and your is crossbowman will do the same. Still the range. So there's yes. going to be a whole other scene with the uh, these other two beautiful characters of mine in this posse, right? I'm just like, <laughs> I assume so. Yeah, I'm well, just, you know. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll give it to you right now. They look at the 16 year old, fire the shot, and they just go like, shit, shit. And they like start knocking their crossbows back up and just <laughs> fire arrows. And just come on. Not owned by a 16 year old. <laughs> I love that. It's come just on. their ego. It's not their self defense mechanism. <laughs> yeah, and they, they try knocking more arrows and firing. And you can see like they go, both go to fire and one like hits the dirt and another bolt flies out. And one archer just fully knocks it to the side with his bow and slides into like a position to fire back. And you can see the 16 year old kid points and like snaps his fingers and you see like thorns a crown of thorns start to grow around that archer's head uh, as he gets marked and the kid just fires another bolt into him uh, yeah. <laughs> this is because look this is wildly beautiful 
All right. Yeah. So I get uh, another, another. You can round see this kid back. is just starting to go insane. He's just starting to go fucking psycho mode. <laughs> All right. So that's another eleven uh, to attempt to hit on this round. Uh, eleven is not good. Yeah. You are. I. I will say. I don't want it to. I don't want to make it seem like you're not doing any damage here. Uh, you are definitely doing damage. Um, but what happens is like you are firing this machine gun and you can see most of the people are freaking out. They don't know what to do when they're getting fired at like this. So they are dodging out of the way, trying to do what they can to not get hit. And they are getting like grazed. They are getting like blown past. There are parts that are like non-essential bits that are getting blown off. Like there's a finger that flies off here or there. Jesus. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's what happens when you fire a machine gun into a crowd of people. Eli. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is what happens. Uh, but you can see it's non-essential damage. It's not really slowing them down. But it is frightening uh, to still be fired at in this way. Um, so, like, if you were to continue layering on this fire, it's not going to make them feel confident. It's going to rout them is what you're saying. Got it. All right. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, in that moment, next up, the lines are going to go ahead and close. Uh, so, I'm going to go ahead. Because next up in initiative is the front line, guys. Uh, and they are going to Alistair. I think Alistair would kind of be fairly front and center um, with the Cracklebolt Scimitar just out and ready. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, pro- mm, part of me kind of wants him to be ever so slightly in front of so he can unleash his Necrotic Shroud without worrying about the people behind him. Okay. But in enough of a position that he could back up. If- okay. Uh, <laughs> so you're, like you're ten standing feet forward. In, yeah, I will allow you to stand there and like prepare your necrotic shroud, and then immediately right. go <laughs> and run back to the lines <laughs> as soon as you use it. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and do that as the lines close. All right. Uh, well, no, they have to roll saves. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh okay. <laughs> kind of save is um, it? it is a charisma saving throw DC fifteen. Okay, give me a moment to pull up their stat blocks. I don't know why I keep doing this. Um, where I'm like, yeah, uh, as I hold up the crackle bolt and just thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening. (laughs) (laughs) You and just unleash the necrotic shroud. What did you say the DC was 15? 15, great. Uh, so you see fully, uh, oh, wait, no, there's 10 guys there, Mm -hmm. rolling, Uh, rolling dice. You see, you do the uh, necrotic shroud. Tumbleweed. What does it look like as you do it? Like, I think in that moment, like, he definitely, like, again, he pulls up, like, the, the, the crackable scimitar, delivers the perfect queen line. Um, <laughs> and just holds it forward and just scaramouche as, like, the hordes <laughs> <laughs> of ghosts. That. I hate how good that is. <laughs> the, uh, like, hordes of ghosts just suddenly just erupt out of him, suddenly visible. Mm. Yeah, you can um, see Fenny kinda... is at the front with like a little tennis ball walker. Just... It's like <laughs> literally just come like charging through the front line, folks. Like very like Lord of the Rings style. Like yeah. just the ghost like charging through Aragorn. Just suddenly there's just this wall of ectoplasmic creatures like rushing forward. <laughs> Hell yeah. So you go ahead and you like you summon this horde of ghosts and you can see like Fenny is at the front waving this walker above his head with little <laughs> tennis balls on it, just running at these guys. Uh, you can see Sam and the girls are like have uh, <laughs> that's the funniest way I could do this. You see Sam and the girls are 
moving as a single unit they are stacked up on top of each other and moving like a uh like a horde of the they are a giant ghost mech of uh sunday brunch women uh as you can see like sam oh, is at the head and is this see, like... like nancy and daisy are like forming one arm and they like march forward and it's, it's this like ghost Almost voltron like, yeah it's it's like ghost voltron made out of sunday brunch women that like runs forward and like swings an arm down what i've never heard those words in the same sentence in that phrasing so in my entire life what has ever been said in the history of time <laughs> wait i love inventing new sentences what Oh my god. Uh, and you see, like, Sam and the girls run forward and swing this arm down. And you can see a bunch of the raiders, like, dance back out of the way. Uh, <laughs> it's like, Voltron. <laughs> um, I'm so warm right now. My window is closed. It's so hot in here. Voltron of Sunday brunch. It's so hot in here. And you can see, like, the, the, go- the guardian ghouls of a. Uh, of Lupellus run out to try and protect their town. Uh, and you immediately just <laughs> behind lines just as soon as you do Just kind of back up a little bit, just using the ghost as cover, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you can see fully six of the frontline raiders are affected by this and are stuck in place trying to fight off the ghosts. Uh, and now we move to your actual turn. <laughs> that uh, was your prepared action. I think, actually, instead of uh, backing up then, uh, he'll take advantage and just kind of wait sorry zip. no it wouldn't be your turn it's still the four raiders turns uh right. okay. it, that was it was their turn initiative you would be not next because you're at the end of the initiative i'm I sorry sure I mixed that up. uh <laughs> my bad so you fall back into the lines at the moment yeah. that the four dudes who are still moving run forward and leap and like slam down i'm gonna say one of these attacks is gonna come at you the re- the other three are gonna go for the villagers okay uh I think that's probably gonna hit you uh that's a 16 on the die plus yeah, it's a 22 to hit. Shield, 23. Okay, Ooh. yeah. One dude you see comes out with this, like, giant great axe and swings it down at you, and you just catch it on the Crackle Bolt scimitar, and you see, like, a lightning race up his blade and kind of tingle at his fingers, and he goes, oof, oof, uh, <laughs> ouch, yeah. Uh, and the other three attacks are going to go for the villagers. Uh, those kind of suck. Uh, you can see one dude swings in that one and just, like, right into the wall of a building, just goes, <laughs> <laughs> and tries to pull his sword out just spends his turn <laughs> spends his turn just like <laughs> yanking a sword out of the wall uh one dude like runs forward and tries to swing and just gets buffeted back by the shield uh or by uh by like the shield of one of the villagers uh, and one dude actually manages to like run forward and swing down with the axe and you hear like Argh! as one villager like falls uh and is like mortally wounded and is pulled back through the lines and his spot is filled uh, but some attacks land, but six of them, uh, six of the raiders fully just don't attack this turn because they're frightened. Amazing. Sick. <laughs> How long does that frighten last, effect last, until by the way? Until the, I want to say start of my next turn or end of my next turn? Uh, until the end of my next turn. Okay. So on their next turn, they'll all be ready to roll out again. Uh, uh, next up in initiative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no, actually, yeah. And then uh, afterwards, I just get missiles besides. It's fine. Uh, Q, where would you want to be? Uh, Rial is advising that uh, you would, is advising that you sit around the buildings until the lines close so that you can run out and have the most, like, surprising effect on their back line. But that's his recommendation. Uh, I'll listen to the guy at the wheel. Yeah. Uh, so I will. Uh, the guy at the horse. Yeah, the guy at the, the main. I don't know. Ooh, um, the main. 
the reins. Yeah, yeah the rain. he's handling the reins. We got there. Reins of the main. We got there. Um, so I guess Q. Uh, are we like hidden? Is that the idea? Yes, here? you would be tucked behind a building so that in the moment, like on your turn, he would push out as far as he could go, basically having like readied to move on your turn. Then uh, I'm going to say to him, Rial, listen, uh, mm-hmm. we're about to go into battle together, most likely possibly die um, for the sake of this village. I want you to know you don't know me. I don't know you. My name's Q. Your name's Rial. That's great. That's all we need to know. Except there's one more thing. It's going to sound weird. This might happen again. Time might repeat. That sounds crazy. You have no idea what I mean when I say that. So I only ask, uh, you don't need to believe me when I say that, but you may believe me as a brother in arms who may die by your side now. What is something I may say to you if this does happen again for you to believe me next time I meet you? What is a hidden piece of knowledge about you that no one would know and that I could tell you and you would be able to trust what I had to say to you? Uh, he, Rial kind of turns to look at you and goes, that's an incredibly private question, but we're about to die possibly. Yeah. As we're about to go into the eve of battle, I'll tell you this. (laughs) I'm used to, uh, I'm used to having some pretty deep conversations before moving in and he kind of pats one of his stumps. Uh, and he goes, (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so real with you, bro. I don't know. Uh, I can't think of like, I don't have like a safe word that uh, you can tell me and I'll be like, Oh, got it. Like, no. Understood. All right. Yeah. Well, worth an ask. I, I will tell you though, if we are destined to meet like this again, I'll be glad to ride in a battle with you every time. And he puts on a little pair of sunglasses. Uh, <laughs> I put on a pair of sunglasses as well, but just tinier. And I go, yeah. you know, honestly, that's a better answer than I ever could have expected. Real, let's fucking do this, man. <laughs> Take yeah. out my as gun. the lines clash, you guys bolt out from around the side of the building and you can hear like echoing in the background uh, like from behind uh, as you guys rush out like with a fluttering of uh, horse hair uh, book out 160 feet. You are easily able to close as much with the archers as you would like. Riala is following your lead. Uh, I tell him uh, getting me honestly 90 feet range is enough for me mm. uh, up to him if he wants to go any closer or further from that. No, uh, Riel will follow your lead, understanding the importance of like moving around. Uh, we'll like ride along the outskirt, letting you fire on the outside, and we'll go ahead and take a dodge action. Uh, awesome. so he he will move and then he will do what he can to instead of booking as close as possible, we'll take evasive action. Great. Um, so I will then, I guess, first thing I want to see is if I spot the leader, the, the lady that was giving the orders and telling everybody the plan. Uh, you can see she is the one on the front line who actually dropped a guy. Okay. Uh, as we pass, I'd like to try to shoot her in the head. <laughs> You're making a attack roll. Uh, do I have an advantage because we were hidden? Uh, I will say yes. All right, great. On on anybody but the people who closed, you wouldn't have had this advantage. But specifically on like the four dudes who got into melee, they, they were a bit preoccupied. This would be a 25 to hit. That will hit. Go ahead and make your roll your damage. Oh, I rolled. Oh, I just rolled a one on the die. It's okay. I still have two d six to add to that. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be twelve. I don't even know what damage a gun is. is it piercing? Yeah, piercing damage. Okay. Uh, as I just fire off a bullet as we pass by. Uh, 
you blast out and she hears the fire of the gunshot just in time to like turn her head a little bit and you see the bullet graze the side of her head and blood starts to like seep down the side but she dodges what would have been a mortal wound and kind of turns and locks eyes with you and then turns back to the villagers damn damn how'd those bodies smell and i ride past her (laughs) (laughs) like shit (laughs) she just screams out at you uh is that your turn uh i guess i mean i'm on horseback nothing else i could really do um i'd like can i bonus action try to like throw my hood up and look like i'm a backpack as a hide wow (laughs) Uh, absolutely not what i will say you can do instead is you can you can slide this is something that rial himself has had to do before uh so you can see that there are like there is a saddle set up for this slide over the edge and kind of hold on to the side of thundering as he is riding to hide on the other side of the horse oh Uh, i'm gonna do that 100 percent. so go ahead and make a stealth check for me uh it's only gonna be an eight an eight that is not gonna do it you are trying to figure out the straps and real is like no you gotta pull there you want to hook this this one okay that one uh maybe we should do this another time okay yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) just continue our thing uh and on that note (laughs) actually wait uh q Yes. Uh, do you want to issue any commands on your turn? Do I want to issue any commands on my turn? Um, I'm. I would be very bad at commands. Uh, but seeing as Alistair already went, right? Alistair did not go yet. That was his oh, ready action. That was a ready action. I see. Uh, was that my ready action then, or did I not really have? No, one? that was part of your turn. You didn't I really see. have one because you were tucked away. Got it. I was hidden, so it's fair enough. Um, Alistair hasn't made one yet. I mean, who didn't make one yet either? So basically both alistair and i have the opportunity to make one each is that the idea yeah okay and the one you make will be taken off the list until next turn um what was the one uh, fight back right that was the constitution one i was gonna say yeah because i if anything if we want to metagame it i do have a better constant both of you yeah you also have a better charisma so that was the other idea was me commanding the ghosts um but it doesn't feel right that i'd be the one to do that um I mean, you you made friends with you made yourself. That's true. I'll look over. I'll look over at the uh, Voltron. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh-huh. are they and, visible? And yep. I'll yell yes, out to them because I'll, of my necrotic shroud. Oh shit! Them so they actually uh, you can see them. I, can I see didn't notice. <laughs> you can see uh, them. So I yell out, "Ladies, I can see you now." We fight to see Hung Chris another day! And uh, yeah, <laughs> you see the Voltron like screams. <laughs> with, with screams with the full force of a bachelorette party. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's intimidating. <laughs> We've slain Tom. Evan, I don't think you've had a better episode. I, I this is <laughs> in, the quotes you've come out with tonight are insane. Yeah, this is wild. Like every fifteen minutes is another just bomber. Bang. Yeah, look, oh my look, God. we've been waiting for the fight. Like you guys, the viewers didn't know this, right? The listeners didn't know this. You guys know I'm insane, yeah. <laughs> and the way that I design my campaigns is crazy. You knew it was coming. You oh just didn't know God. when. Okay, so I make a charisma check. Is that what I do? Yes, it's a charisma check. Your charisma and your proficiency, you can add to this. Okay, so there's going to be a plus three. Uh, so I'll just, I'm going to roll physical dice because I've been rolling a D&D Beyond. I said I'd roll physical, but I haven't. Uh, is a 19 plus oh, three. Oh, shit. For 22. That's, 
gonna hit, they're gonna go ahead and make a route check here. They do succeed. Uh, I'm gonna give them a six with my port and roll. They don't. Uh, you see <laughs> Sam and the girls. You call out to them, and Sam, like Sam and the girls, scream out, and they swing down. And I could say they just run away. I'm not gonna say they just run away because that's not funny. All the idea and concept of the incredibly hung Chris uh, <laughs> fills these fills these Sunday brunch women with such vigor and energy and that's pure, for sure unbridled postmenopausal rage uh, that they swing down as so postmenopausal rapes through You're the dead. dirt. You see the, their arm like scrapes through the dirt and like along with a chunk of earth cut lies into two of the raiders and they just get blasted into the horizon. Like Team Rocket <laughs> blasting off again. They oh just get God. launched into infinity along with a chunk of dirt and grass <laughs> just oh spiraling God. into the sky. Remind me not to get on their bad side. What do you say, young dude? Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> you see the little 16-year-old kid turns to you and just goes, uh, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to be so real with you. I wasn't listening to what you were saying. <laughs> really so grounded out of that moment. <laughs> to a kid getting his first kill. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I just, I'm going to call out to Alistair. Alistair, you got to teach me to talk to ghosts. That was incredible. That was sick, mate. Thank you for being a friend. Absolutely. Fuck hate, hate you with that. I'm a ghost ally now. <laughs> Allies for days. Uh, I guess that's it. Uh, that's yeah, all that's for you. <laughs> oh, by the way, I also realized I completely forgot to describe Rial. I was in the heat of the moment. Uh, I don't know if I've ever described no, you, Roland either, right? You described Rial. I, I said he was quadriplegic. Did I say anything about him in terms of like actual characteristics? Uh, not no, physicalities. No, I don't think him. So oh, he's no, um, what he's wearing and everything. He's like an older, like slightly coming out of middle age black man. He's got a, like a shaven, a close shaven head where there's like a little bit of stubble, uh, and a like bushy, like salt and pepper beard. Uh, you love like his, to his see body it. is yeah. His body is yeah. clearly very fit, like strong upper body, uh, and his lower half is as described. Uh, I just re- I realized I completely forgot to describe him. I was like, "Yeah, dude in a horse. He doesn't have legs." Uh, it's a little fucked up of me. So, uh, I yeah, no, we got it. Yeah, it sounds uh, good. So that is your turn and in initiative. Uh, That's and it. For the listeners, I literally just did like that. Okay, hand flick as I said that. Uh, <laughs> make sure that that comes across. You and, know what it is. Yeah, yeah. you already know how we, it heard, is. we saw it orally. We, we yeah. heard. Yes, we heard it. You can hear me when I do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I was looking uh, at you that I heard you it. Do. Yeah. Uh, so, Alistair, <laughs> that's your turn in the <laughs> So, which who just got routed? Like uh, two, two of the uh, two of the frontline guys just got blasted into infinity. Okay. There um, are four people who are closed with the front lines. There are three uh, frontline raiders who are like staying, sitting back, fighting the ghosts right now. Gotcha. Um. So I guess I'll kind of tuck forward that. I see kind of the head bitch in charge, right? Yes, you do. Um, yeah, I'm going to go in there and just, all right, crack neck a little bit and just uh, bonus action hex. Okay. Uh, I'm going to choose um, <clears throat> wisdom as her chosen uh, disadvantage okay. skill. It just affects skill checks, right? Skill checks. So like okay. perception, for instance, to notice yeah. a hidden person. Yeah. Um, yeah, for whatever weird reason. For whatever weird reason. And then I'm just going to hold, you know, just go in there with the crackle bolt and just for the best. Uh, All right. Go ahead and make some attack rolls or is it just one? Just one. 
Uh, so it's 17 on the die, uh, 25. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, let's go and do it. Okay, uh, so that's going to be... That is six points of slashing and four points of lightning and three points of necrotic. Okay, <clears throat> so 13 total. All right. And uh, you know, just with a rallying boar cry, just fight back! <laughs> Amazing. Okay, that go was, ahead and make uh, a constitution check. Uh, constitution plus proficiency, yeah, you say? Well, I... Yeah. Yeah, constitution uh, plus proficiency. So plus six to this roll. That's a 12 and a die, 18 total. 18? Great. Go yeah. ahead and roll 98 for me. Hell yeah! Oh, ho, ho, ho. I love I'm gonna the do idea. this digitally, because that's a lot. Yeah, um, that's a lot of eights. I love the idea of, that's like, Alistair of being the person that's leading this fight, and, like, really being a focal point of the energy, and it's just all of this undead fury, and it's beautiful. I love it. 48. 48 points of damage? <gasps> yes. Great. Uh, you see uh, the lines of like villagers pull back the one dude who got wounded and immediately just spears uh and you can see that like there are little points of steel just lancing out from behind shields and you can see that there are raiders on the front who were with the captain who are just getting perforated uh their bodies are just like getting poked at and stabbed uh and you can see like one of them gets incredibly weakened and like by the damage and another one you can see the guy who had his like sword stuck in the wall, like finally manages to pull it out. And in the moment where he's about to swing, you just see a hammer come out of nowhere and like slam into the side of his ribcage. And as he pulls back from the wall and goes to swing, he gets slammed back into the wall immediately. There's oh. a crunch and he just Oof. falls to the ground. Uh, um, and mm-hmm. point of order also, um, I d- my necrotic damage increased that by five um, to this lady. Because of my necrotic okay. shroud, I deal an extra five points of necrotic damage to one target. Okay. Uh, so yeah, total so she'll of take eighteen five points, points of damage. Of da- yeah, just total of eighteen commu- cumulative damage. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. She's looking, she's looking pretty hurt. She's not looking happy. Uh, yeah. Normally, she doesn't have to do like line fighting like this, which is not what raiders specialize in. <laughs> uh, look, they're good at close combat. They're not good at hitting prepared enemies. Uh, that is Fair. going to take it to the archers' turns. Now, I'm going to decide who they want to hit. Mm. Yeah, I have not been thinking about this. I'm trying to think because they are seeing they, they are seeing three groups of people attack them. And every one of the three groups is incredibly threatening. Uh, so it's it's bad all around. And then there's a bunch of ghosts. Uh, yep. I'm going to you know what? I think I'm going to go with the very real thing and think like each one of them would fire out. Like, it's just chaos at this point. They're just freaking right. out. Yeah. So each, yeah. like, the archers would just split and shoot at different groups. So two are going to come towards uh, Alistair in the front line. Uh, two are going to come towards Hoon and the uh, and the uh, crossbowmen. Two are going to come towards um, Q and Rial. And two are going to just fully fire at the ghosts and just not do anything. Uh, yeah. Sounds right. I, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> roll. Uh, Alistair, what's your armor class again? 18. Great. So uh, <laughs> a couple arrows like fly towards you in the front line uh, and you can see like as the guys in the front are just lancing out with spears, guys in the back who aren't close enough to attack just hold like these big plates over like doing like a Roman turtle formation and block the <laughs> arrows out. Uh, one like gets a little bit through and just gets kind of lodged in your chainmail, Not close enough to hit, but almost. And you just kind of right. pop it out, toss it to the side. Uh, now two are going to come for Hoon and the ranged guys. Uh one is going to hit you. One is going to hit one of your men. Uh, 14 AC? Yes, okay. it's still going to hit. Okay. 
Uh, Hoon, you are going to go ahead and take six points of piercing damage. Ah! Uh, and you see one of the dudes that you are on the roof with gets blasted in the stomach and slides back off the roof. No! no! Uh, he, like, is trying to knock the crossbow and just, like, the bolt, ca- like, the arrow catches him in the top of the stomach and just punches down and just goes, oh, and, like, like loses his footing and scrambles off the building. Uh, There's a moment of silence. Like a, yeah, you hear, like, a crunch from below as he lands on oh. the grate. Oh. oh. Look, uh, spell slots. There's not much I can do to heal people, so. Look. They're still putting up a good fight. They know what they yeah. signed up for. Uh, and last, some attacks are going to come at Rial and uh, uh, Q with disadvantage because Rial took the dodge action with his turn. Uh, what's your armor class, Q? I'll say a 14. One is going to hit you. Okay. All right. Uh, you go ahead and take six points of piercing damage as well. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Ow. one of them hears a gunshot and just like is about to fire on the front lines, and they hear a gunshot and turn to you, just <gasps> like panic, fire an arrow, and it just catches you in the arm. Uh, and two of them fire at the giant Voltron Titan of Sunday brunch women, and it just like arrows just fly <laughs> through. Uh, an arrow, one arrow flies through Nancy, another flies through Darcy, and they just go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I, this episode's name is going to be Voltron Brunch Woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is it. This is this is where people see that like I'm absolutely crazy. Uh, just completely unhinged. Yeah. Yeah, this is Evan's off, big day. Off the wall bonkers. So uh, we will move to the top of initiative again. Your commands as a group reset, uh, and we go to Hoon's turn. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's it's happening again. There's people dying again. I just. I'm okay. All right, refocus, refocus. And um, what's it called? Hoon is going to say this in the moment, um, local to the area. But b- behind me, guys, you gotta stay behind me. Um, okay. Uh, and the the one dude still standing will go, uh, and will tuck in behind you. And the kid will just like fully go prone on the rooftop with the crossbow still knocked, uh, like fire just firing out. Yeah, he's, he's not no even longer. Using, he's not even villager. using. Yeah, he's not even using a crank to pull it back anymore. He's firing it, then grabbing the string with two fingers and with just raw strength pulling the crossbow uh, string back. Whoa! This kid has higher strength than any of us. This, yeah, <laughs> I'm something like, just just activated. I'm 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 not you know slowly creating a level one ranger character. <laughs> no. This kid is secretly an Ackerman. <laughs> <laughs> so what what who's gonna do next he's he's just gonna continue the reign of fire um and he's going to focus on the remaining archers if they are still prevalent they absolutely are okay Here i'm gonna go. go ahead and make two attack rolls for your companions oh. well that's gonna be a little bit more successful that's gonna be a 19 to hit with hoon's gun <laughs> that that will hit oh actually no it's a 20 because of magic weapon well now it won't i'm sorry oh well, all right well you know what fuck you too <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Conditional AC, huh? Yeah, Aww. crazy. <laughs> Alright. Um, let me see. Where's the well, thing? Actually, just thing. for you, we're not using to hit bonuses in armor class anymore. We're actually changing to Thaco. Oh, sorry, what? Uh, <laughs> we're actually changing to Thaco? Oh, okay. Just for you? Alright, alright. Uh, I saw Tom's reaction. Tom, Tom might be the only one who got that. <laughs> Do you know what Thaco is? No, I don't I know vaguely. what Thaco is. No, it's an old, that's an old D&D thing from an older edition of Dungeons & Dragons called uh, To Hit Armor Class Zero. Uh, it's trash. Don't look it up. It's a lot of math. Yep. 
Yeah, it's from back when D and D required a textbook to understand. Yeah, <laughs> those were different times. Reading it now in between turns, it's fine. We're D and D historians here. Uh, at least we're you know DMs. Uh, six piercing damage from a rifle. Okay, cool. Uh, seven. Not, he's seven because magic weapon. Seven points because of magic weapon. Thank you. Uh, you you hit gotcha. one guy who's already taken a good bit of damage. Uh, and yeah, you see one dude who's taken a good bit of damage already. It's the one that you've been laying into. Uh, and he, you fire into him and he takes the shot and he's like barely standing at this point and he like hunches over and he's about to knock another arrow with like very weak arms. When you see a, a crossbow bolt just appear in his collarbone, oh. uh, as the, uh, as the teenager just like finishes off the guy that you've been picking at and is now like has had his moment and is now just playing support and wherever you fire, he will also train his shot. Sick. And then uh, Hoon also like mutters under his breath. You don't know the value of the life that you're taking. There's been way too much. Uh, the kid just goes, I don't like it, but it's them or us. Wait, no, uh, that wasn't towards the kid. That was like under my breath as like oh, towards okay. the, en- the, the enemy. Got it. It was like a All philosophical right, Hoon moment. I see. It's like an uh, anime moment where Hoon's speaking towards the enemies like in his mind. Yeah. So just to let you guys know in that moment, by the way, uh, just a quick status update. There are seven of the frontline guys left. There's six archers remaining. Uh, and they are not doing well. Uh, <laughs> people are starting to freak out, as you can yeah. probably guess. Do we outnumber them? I think we outnumber them now. At this point, you would definitely outnumber them. Uh, oh. The frontline guys are definitely outnumbered. Yeah. Uh, but it's starting to get scary. Uh, so... Next up in initiative is going to be the other frontline guys, uh, who no longer under the effect of their fear will be able to crash into Alistair's front lines with full force. Oof. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and make some attack rolls now. Um, we're going to make a lot of attacks. <laughs> Boy. This ain't going to go well. No, probably not. Holy hell, they rolled like shit. <laughs> they rolled very poorly, and half of their attacks miss. Uh, two of them are going to go for you, Alistair. Uh, okay. One of them was a nat 20. Okay. I will let you decide. Does Alistair take the nat 20, or does one of the villagers? I'll take the nat 20. Oh, okay. snap. No hesitation. Hero complex. He's developing a hero complex. Yeah. Wow. He has to protect the lives that he can. Okay. Like, he has to protect yeah. as much as he but can. But what's, like, the, the facial moments that, that that I'm seeing on this character right now in yeah. this, this cutscene? <laughs> like, yeah, his eyes are wide. Like, the... Because, like, his eyes are, like, a full black sclera, save for, like, the two blue rings of um, his irises. So, like, I think just, like, in that moment, like, his eyes are just, like, full wide, like, his pupils hyperdilate. So it's just, like, a perfect, very thin circular ring of that blue. And he is just, like, crackling with energy with just, like, this necrotic lightning. Just kind of, like, see see the attack coming in. You see the lines crash into each other as the remaining half of the frontline raiders, like, barrel in. And you can see the lines, like, literally cave under their weight as they throw themselves onto the villagers. And you can hear, like, screams and grunts start to, like, lift up as a couple of the villagers go down. Uh... And um, you can see that there is, in this moment, Roland, after having slammed one of the raiders into the wall, is about to get, uh, like, is about, you can see that the captain of the raiders is about to swing at his open back with a giant blade. And you just step in front, and, like, crackling with this necrotic lightning, the blade just slams into your armor. 
and you can see like almost like ghostly hands try to reach out of your armor and stop the blade as it pushes further and further in and you feel it start to crack into your shoulder like digging deeper and deeper into your body as she just puts force behind it before eventually she just plants a foot against your chest and kicks you back into roland pulling the blade out of your shoulder the wrong like the long way and it just drags along the inside of your body and you take 22 points of slashing damage good still up oh uh from from the crit and the other attack that you would take but it's cinematic if it's just one um yeah yeah no that was dang yeah no that's about half uh Uh, and she just kind of looks at you and goes oh you're fucking mine uh clearly marking you out as like someone who has been shouting commands uh so that is going to take us to q's turn initiative uh q had his eyes on the commander sees this giant blow to alistair um and I think as much as... I mean, the archers are kind of all over the place right now. They're freaking um, out. They're not unified in what they're shooting at. They're still shooting, but they're not picking at Yeah, target. and I think the only way they're going to do that is if the leader or commander shouts out orders to them to start getting things under control. Mm-hmm. So I think Q's mind thinks that uh, not only strategically should he be going after the leader, but he sees Alistair get this giant blow and I think doesn't even think about the tactical advantages at this point and just goes, Riel, get us to get us to her and points her out. In a heartbeat. And he levels his lance and you just hear thundering starts to charge. Uh oh my god. I don't know if I want to do this or not. Um Do it. I'm not gonna roll well is the thing, but I kinda wanna do it. Just do it. I want to try to like run past her and like grab onto her with my tentacle uh, in order for me to basically I want to make a tentacle attack because if I land that I could grapple her and mm-hmm. I want to drag her with us on the horse so that like she's on the ground getting like this damage uh, from being scraped across the battlefield basically a hundred percent doable great uh, do i will it. say also in this moment as you are charging Rial will level his lance and like blast it into her to <laughs> knock her off balance for a mo- like rather than making an attack roll of his own will lance into her to knock her off balance and give you advantage on this oh, oh Rial, great. if i when i go to hell Rial, when i see it there i'm gonna get you a drink uh <laughs> i'm gonna i'll do a technical lash then with uh the coat all right go ahead and make an attack roll with advantage all right. I love the like not talking just on the level. I just I uh, that was beautiful. So that's gonna be uh twenty two to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> uh actually that's not right. Sorry, hold on. Uh no, I'm sorry, twenty three to hit. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh. Yes, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's gonna re- hit. my bad. No, it uh, and hit. the thing about this <laughs> is it's a ten foot uh reach. So mm-hmm. I'm like after we have already passed her, that's when I latch back to grab onto her and start dragging her. Now uh, she this, needs to make... I'm gonna need a, this. I'm gonna need a sh- wait. Well, is a strength save? For this her? is yeah. This is part of the attack. So she must okay. make a DC 15 strength save, or she's gonna be knocked prone. Yeah. I would like to see if you would allow me to grab onto her. So instead. I'm gonna make this. If she fails, then I'll have you make a strength check to try and drag her because this is a big, heavy woman. For sure. Okay. Take either way. She's gonna take a lot of damage here. So. Uh, What's the DC? Uh, 15. She's going to pass. Okay. Uh, either way, she's going to take uh, 19, I think, nine. yeah, just straight up 19 uh, bludgeoning oh. damage as oh. I just tentacle lash her uh, as we pass. 
Yeah, you see she, like, kicks Alistair off the blade, and Alistair, you're, like, panting, and, like, blood is pouring yeah. down your left side, and she, like, locks eyes with you, and she's like, oh, fucking you. Uh, and then in that moment, you just see it, you just hear a, and see a tentacle slam into her throat. Uh, I'm just imagining like all this per- in slow-mo. Just perfectly into her neck, and you see her eyes go wide and blood just out of her mouth. As she gets like blasted back into a wall uh, of her own, and like is severely battered as a result of this, uh, she is able to like brace against it. And Q, your tentacle just cannot pull her off, so you eventually pull it back. Uh, but she takes a, a not insignificant amount of damage uh, and is pretty badly hurt. Fantastic. Uh, I don't have much of a bonus action to do. Um, I think I'm just gonna call out. For mm-hmm. I, I don't have the the con for this, but I think I might do a fight back here just to try to get her out of here. Uh, okay. So as I charge past, finish her off, lads! And I'm just going to use a fight back. All right, go ahead and make an attack roll. All right, uh, attack roll, right? And then this yes. is just my proficiency plus... And your constitution. Con. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's called an attack roll, but it's it's your constitution plus your proficiency. So no, it's just a 12. Just a 12? Okay, yeah. so they've taken a bit of damage, so the threshold has increased from 2 to 3. So go ahead and roll 4d8. Okay, uh, it's going to be 15. 15? Uh, you can see the one dude who is already, like, perforated as the lines clash uh, is kind of, like, pushed onto a sword and is, then is thrown back, and you see one body, like, dumped out, and another one of the frontline raiders drops, leaving six of them. Uh, but you can see that roland is like now with you alistair kind of at your side starting to swing at the captain and she's like catching his hammer on a blade and like catching his hammer on her blade then throwing it over her head and like kicks the inside of his shin to knock him to his knees and is like fighting the two of you at once god why does she have to be such a badass seriously just i mean alistair doesn't feel the pain yet the adrenaline is just pumping uh you can like you don't feel the pain. Anyone who would look at you as well, you tell me if this yeah. is okay. But like you can see, there are little, almost looks like little hands are pour- forming out of like the black Ooh. necrotic energy around the yeah. wound, and are like oh. reaching over, starting to stitch it shut and fill it with crackling necrotic energy. Oh, I, yeah. I hate that. I love it though. <laughs> oh, I love it too, but I hate it. Okay. Oh, I um, love narrating fight scenes. I, I bonus action. Uh, stealth, I get an 11, trying to do the same thing. I still can't get the hang of it, I assume. I will make her roll because of the hex. We will see. Yep. Disadvantage. Uh, she does not see you. Hell you yeah. vanish from sight around a wall, and she <laughs> Actually, is focused on her fight. Okay. I was going to say, I, I should roll that with uh, disadvantage, but that would still be what I get, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm exhausted. The, the archers on the front line guys uh, still see you, but the captain specifically does not. That's good enough for me. Uh, because she is like focused specifically on Alistair and Roland in this moment. Speaking of Alistair, it's your turn. Yeah, no, I think Alistair again is just not feeling the pain, just wanting to remove her from the fight. You know, hoping to demoralize and break these people is going to take one mighty swing at her. Mm-mm. So close, but uh, dirty twenty. That'll hit. That'll hit. So close. <laughs> oh. No, she'll cast shield. No, no, like I, I saw the two first. I'm like, no, oh. no, okay. It's like okay. There was just, like, I couldn't read numbers in that moment. <laughs> I, I'm going to be so real with you. I 100% expected it with your luck to be, like, this moment. And just, I make the attack roll. I know. <laughs> I'm going to roll a default. 
<laughs> Go ahead, roll your damage. Because I okay. understand we are getting a little. So, yep. So that's seven slashing, three lightning, and six total necrotic. So a total of 16? Yes. She had exactly 16 health. Oh, yes. oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what does this look like? Wow. As Alistair Again, finishes like, her off. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yes, uh, Alistair run, you know, just kind of like rock, just walks up, almost like everything goes slow motion, draws back the crackle bolt, and just doesn't even say anything. Just looks her like just so much malice and hatred in his eyes. Like just the amount of pain that this woman has caused time and time again, and just swings her head flying clear from her shoulders. Just arcs of lightning sparking from the bleeding uh, stump of her neck as it just tumbles off into the distance. You see, she, like Roland swings at her with the hammer. She catches it on the blade, throws it over her head, kicks the inside of his shin, and in that moment where she's distracted with Roland, you just reach forward, one hand, swing your blade out, head flies from the shoulders, just hovered in like in live sparks as it flies through the air, and the body <clears throat> boom tumbles to the ground. Uh, and you can see, uh, I will say specifically in this moment, because you're Alistair, you see a soul start to leave her body. Oh. If I were a high enough level, I'd have captured it, but I'm not. <laughs> Instead, you take the crackle bolt as you finish the cut through her head, reverse the grip, slam it down into the body, staking the soul to the body to feel the pain as it dies, uh, not allowing it to leave before the body is fully gone. Uh, and just <laughs> bolts of lightning pour into it. Oh, and uh, you try and match the pain that this woman has caused. Uh, it's still not enough. And then I turn to look at the other one, at the rest of the folks. Like, and... oh, before you even do that, they're gonna yeah. make a route check as you kill her. I, well, I was gonna say, I was gonna attempt an intimidation to do exactly that. Uh, they would automatically do it, but tell me what you're gonna do. I turn and just look at them, just blood flowing from my like necrotic oozing shoulder, like the lightning like pouring into uh, their leader. They're now decapitated leader. Their, her head probably just rolling around their feet for a while. I just look yeah, at Yeah, you, just... you see Fenny has, like, grabbed it and is holding it, like, parading it around. Like, yes. <laughs> and I just submit. Uh, just... And you immediately see two of the remaining five just drop their weapons, fall to their knees, hands behind their head. Uh, one of them is, like, kicked to the ground and tied up. Uh, one of them just fully gets stabbed in the face. Uh, as the, the villagers are not amused. Yeah, um, so then I guess bonus action, I'm gonna kind of look in the direction of Hoon and just you got this mate do 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 give you a bardic inspiration before you end your turn just to make it a little bit more epic you're going to use a command you already had the two well no yeah uh, Q used uh, fight back and uh, Hoon used get behind me but that was local to Hoon there's still two left they're still oh. run and hide, and yeah, they still, still scare one. them off for the ghosts. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Scare yeah. them off. Go ahead yeah. and make an, attack roll. <laughs> make an attack roll using your charisma and your proficiency. Oh, that's just my stand. Please let I me I want to ask you real quick. Are you using it on the uh, the frontline guys or the archers? Um, I think the frontline guys, because we can always move our frontline further. You can indeed. Um, so go ahead and make your attack roll. You know, in turtle formation. See, I'm focusing on the uh, frontline guys. I'm uh, looking for... So that's a, it's a total of an eight. And that's not going to hit, unfortunately. Uh, uh, you see the, the giant ghost golem walks in and tries to punch at people, and it's just like... Eh, eh, trying not to hit the villagers. 
Uh, but you see, like, you finish off the commander, and Sam, like, comes down to you and is just like, great job. And just flashes you a a dual thumbs up while still, like, the other, like, the girls are just swinging out in giant ghost fists. And, uh, Uh, as a result of my nat one, I am deafened for one minute. Oh, no. There's a a lot of of souls. Just the ringing of, like, the screaming of ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it's mostly her screaming, and, like, (laughs) even though Alistair is fully deafened, like, you see just a sinister smile. Jesus. Absolutely. There's also, like, TV static. Um, Yeah. (laughs) From the crackle It just gets so loud, it, like, starts to, like, go crackly. Yeah. Uh, And now we're gonna go to the archer's turns. I'm also gonna make a route check for them, because that feels appropriate. They make it. Uh, There's six of them left. I think they're freaking the fuck out. Um, <laughs> Hoon and the archers are definitely not a big target. Uh, Hugh and uh, Rial are mobile and effective, but it's just one dude. They're gonna fire on the front lines in Alistair because they're seeing okay. like that's where the shit's going down. That's where the craziest stuff is happening now. Yep. There's gonna be six arrows coming out. Two of them are gonna be. At We're technically two dudes in a horse. If it changes anything, um, <laughs> dude, no. one of them has tentacles. Truly, <laughs> don't worry about it. Three uh, arrows fly out and catch more of the civilians, and you hear them just, ah, as they are, like, dropped. And then the villagers' numbers are dwindling now. There's, like, eight guys left, uh, wow. including Roland. Uh, uh, there were not many to begin with. There were, like, a dozen mm. and a half. Um, okay. Uh, an effective fighting force, but still, like, you know, it, it's not like you're mustering an army. This is a small town. Right. Uh, and two of the uh, arrows fly at you, Alistair. And one, like, flies into the wound, and you just see the little black hand just reach and grab it, and just, like, snap the arrow to pieces. Uh, and the other one just, like, flies over your head and embeds in the wall. Uh, just two misses on you. And they are not doing great, mentally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These people are starting to freak out, because shit is not going well. Uh, oh, no I, will, I will say, just, no, I'll keep that to myself. Hoon. Hoon, honey. It's your turn. <laughs> honey. Honey. You oh, honey. Honey. Yeah, you hear Sam. Hone, honey, go get him. <laughs> oh, man. All right. No, that would be Stacy. So at, at this point, um, Hoon kind of realizes that uh, there's there's a lot more happening. So what what's the, the, the world stage right now? Give me, give me a sit rep. So there's three of the frontline guys. Uh, they are at full enough fighting capacity, but they are not content that most of their unit is gone. Uh, so they are pretty emotionally unstable. Uh, physically, these last three guys are sound, uh, but mentally, they're not doing great. Um, uh, and there's six archers left who are, again, physically doing well, but seeing most of their fighting force get routed are considering just running back and leaving. Okay, and then a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you consider throwing a rock as, like, a bonus action or an action? Uh, throwing a rock as a bonus action. Where? really depends on the intent yeah where where well you know really? it's 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 rock size and it would go at some archers I just he's, talk, he's talking about a grenade rock. he's talking about no a grenade. stop don't say it stop he's talking about a stop grenade. it DM, he's talking about no a grenade. why'd you tip him off very key, there's a very key difference here which is picking up a tile and throwing it is different from pulling a grenade letting it cook and then like tossing it but i'm not letting so, it cook for, though no i I, I grasp uh, it, but bigger it. speech. No, I know. Like a grenade takes. You want to give a little bit more care with a grenade than you would with a stone. I can't. I, uh, can't, I can't argue. Just a little bit more. You sure? Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, buddy. I'm sure. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say definitely at this distance. Like getting the arc right, a, a grenade's gonna be an action. 
All right. And you're probably still going to be rolling with disadvantage. Yeah, you're pretty far, right? All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, New plan. Fireball. <laughs> that also works is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just going to go ahead and make deck saves. Uh-huh. But this is going to be, yeah, towards the, the archers. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll your damage while I'm rolling these deck saves. <laughs> so uh, what you see is... Uh, Hoon starts doing his. He puts down his, his gun, and it, the, I'm sure that the kid that's you know coming into his own at this point is kind of looking a little confused because he was watching my lead at this point. And he starts seeing me, me, uh, me, Hoon. He starts seeing. I'm I'm really, really in character. Uh, he starts seeing me drawing all these like lines and the vertical and horizontal and creates graph paper. And then I start doing all these crazy symbols that look like mathematical equations. And it's like all of a sudden, like an arc appears in like a third dimension and it's just this perfect shot. And that's when Hoon just lets go of his fireball as it was like cooking in the background as the ruins uh, started like forming around him in a circle. You fire out this fireball and you can see the kid behind you does not freak out in this moment that you fire. They fire something from their crossbow and it hits the fireball as it's flying out. And you see this little lattice work of green appear around it. And the fireball goes out, lands into the middle of the group of archers and explodes in this radiant gout of flame. Uh, And you can see immediately, like fully, there's six guys, four of them. What was your damage output on this? Uh, 23 plus whatever happened to it afterwards. (laughs) 23, you see four of them are blown within moments of their life and like inches away from dying. And as the explosion hits outward, the green latticework spreads, stops at about like 30 feet out, turns, and suddenly there are green needles in a radius all around these archers and fire Ooh. back in. Uh, what? As, uh, oh, what? augments your magic a little bit so this fireball explodes outwards a net of needles expands out and then turns around and slams back in the four archers who didn't drop are punctured and immediately fall leaving two left and uh, the two archers and the three frontline guys look at each other and just go and the two archers just starts a fucking book it jesus that's incredible that (laughs) the freaking kid man I, I, hey son, I gotta talk to you later because god damn it, we're gonna have a good conversation tonight. You see the kid, uh, you turn to look at him and he's just passed out on top of his crossbow. I, like, I believe it. Gone wow. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, he has fully tapped himself. Uh, but they, we're gonna fall out of initiative because they start to rout. Uh, oh shit. Like, they just fully start to run. Uh, you see the three guys left on the front lines, the villagers don't let them escape. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, Riel, we're up for those archers, right? Let's go. A hundred percent. You run out and gallop and start to like finish them off. Mm. And there's a moment of calm as like the loop stops and you realize like you got Oblis out, you stopped the raid. There's a moment of peace. You kind of look at each other in this moment of victory, and it's happy, it's satisfying, but you're all hurt and wounded and bleeding in different ways, and you can hear grunts and moans of like wounds and though some of the villagers clearly want to cheer at their victory their losses are too great and in the moment where you start to reconvene and take a moment to like calm yourself thunder crashes and clouds fill the sky and a bolt of lightning strikes the woods what and the loop begins again what the fuck come after you <laughs> and that's where we're gonna go ahead and stop for tonight it was worth it it was worth it 
after a two and a half long hour episode, which will probably longest, get whittled down. The longest oh, episode we ever had. It'll get whittled out a little bit, but not that much. No, this was not thick. This was so this thick. Is, oh my God. Super thick episode. So this, this was off, a thick episode. Off the heels of finally getting to do the insane combat narration. I've been waiting to do this whole time. Paying off reward after reward for these players. I'm your DM, Evan. Hoping you had as great a time listening as we did playing. Don't speak for me. I fucking hated this, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I'm fucked. kidding, dude. <laughs> oh my god. I'm Cam signing off. I fucking loved it. That was awesome. I don't care if we loop again. We kill. We just went all over the place today. It was a yeah. fantastic time. I, I had a blast. No pun intended. Yeah, there was a lot of blasts. Um, I... I'm still reconciling what all just happened. I'm Tom. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I believe it. I'm um I I'm sitting here in like a moment of bliss. Like my my, my I'm getting the warm fuzzies in my head. Like and and like I I'm understanding that 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 was awesome this past two hours. And like I can't I can't just not thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye everybody. You could take the little snippets of before we start, like, the actual show, cut that out, put it at the end. <laughs>